telling me the first 30 minutes before mm-hmm. everything crashed. We put we put finished playing time watch uh, Monday or Tuesday night. Had a really fun game. Session lasted three hours. It crashes at the end of the game. I jump in on my phone because my PC is down. Finish it up, and then <laughs> I thought it was all for nothing. We're getting pretty decent feedback, but well, not feedback, but we've been downloaded 120 times so far. Because people love me. Everybody I mean, seems to like Time Watch. They want more Aaron. I, I was going to say, I think they'll probably get more downloads because they want more Darth. Mm-hmm. And people love me. Oh, of course. I'm sexy and I know it. I just had to block Sam this morning from the Facebook page. Oh, dear. We have a Facebook page? Yeah. Like, huh. Sam, Sam was... Um, I... Um, Made off his comments on the website disappear because he makes Chris oh, so yeah. uncomfortable. And that was good enough. And then he started messaging me at like one o'clock in the morning, like fix the website so I can make comments. And, nope. Nope. Now, <laughs> the fuck? I've already been like, since I launched the Patreon, as soon as we get the Patreon episodes and stuff ready, like I've already That's got a blocked on it. Every email that I got, cause I'm not going to run a game for Sam. Yeah, good. I don't blame you. This is kind of what we're doing tonight, too, guys. We're going to get started, so sorry to drag it on. But the the thing that we're doing tonight is I want to see how quick I can throw a game together in case, you know, well, in you know, instances of Patreon and things like that. <clears throat> Adam, I love you, but I know us well enough to know we're not going to finish a game tonight. No. We'll, we'll see. All right. So anyway, everybody ready? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Boy. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Real Playing Saints. This is Adam, and tonight we are going to play Time Watch. Woo. Okay. Hey. So, <laughs> by your God-given name, but you can give an alias. Please introduce yourself. I am Aaron, and I will be playing Detective Rick Baker again. Okay, and d- describe for the uh, folks at home who Rick Baker is. Uh, he's a go-getter. Gets things done. You you know, he's, <laughs> he's a man with many plans. Many and plans. Sexy plans. So if I'm not mistaken, he is a investigative, like a detective from the 1970s. He is a detective from the 70s. Also, I just... Uh, I just had a fun thought. So I named my character after Rick Baker, who is a a makeup effects artist, uh, most well known for doing stuff for. Uh, he did the werewolf effects in American Werewolf in London, a bunch of other stuff. So it is now my thought that this Rick Baker is that same guy, but from a different timeline where he became a detective. <laughs> He's still in blushes. the seventies. Yeah. American Werewolf in London was an 80s movie. It checks out. Yeah, it's it's early. I think it's like 83, maybe. Okay. I don't remember. It's a very right. good movie. All right. Moving along to our next alphabet letter. Ethan. Uh, yes. Adam. I didn't know how he was in. Introduce. Okay. This is Ethan. I am going to be returning as Albert, the gorilla, silverback gorilla. Uh, 
I'd just like to ask you folks, what what comes after A? Is it D or E? Well, well he can introduce himself. <laughs> he, he can introduce himself as his alias, but I, you know, I intended this. This was me fucking up. <laughs> so your silverback gorilla is also a Russian spy. Yeah, but you don't just blow my cover like that. <laughs> I am not gorilla. I am. Dog, dog in dog in suit. <laughs> and finally, uh, I am Darth, and if you believe that's my God-given name, uh, good on you. And I will be playing Colonel Thomas Blood. I'm an Irish confidence man from the 1680s, and I'm certainly not in any way a questionable character. Oh, I pass the scotch. This is an incredibly fun character. When I invited you into this game, I thought, yeah, we, he's got to play Thomas Blood because Thomas Blood is real. And among his highlights, let me give you a quick reel of that real quick. He successfully stole the crown jewels and then was pardoned by the king. A fact that uh, he's going to be happy to remind people of. So, yeah, he's a little bit of a rapscallion. And uh, my time, personal time machine takes the form of the sovereign orb of the United Kingdom. The real one. I left a fake behind. Or at least that's what I tell people. Okay. <laughs> awesome. So jumping in from the last mission we had, of course, you know, Colonel Blood wasn't there. How has Rick Baker, or Rick, it's Rick or Rich? Uh, Rick, sir. How, how is Rick Baker spending his free time? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I don't know. Rick's been has been working a couple detective cases, drinking in some bars, smoking in some back alleys, chasing some leads. Oh my uh, god! So when you're not working, you go back to your time period and keep working. That's beautiful. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> What a pro. Crime doesn't sleep. Crime doesn't sleep just because Rick Baker does. <laughs> it may exactly. travel back in time <laughs> and try to assassinate the president. So. <laughs> Sometimes crime tries to assassinate Abraham Lincoln. Sometimes crime tries to steal mechs to school kids. <laughs> All right. And Albert, how has how have you been spending your time? Uh Oh, let's see. Well, certainly not spying for for any foreign nation nations. Uh, nations. Nation, <laughs> yes. Uh, spying for any nations. Albert's been engaging um, in some light uh, election interference. <laughs> <laughs> Albert's been meeting with um. I've been meeting with Trump Jr. <laughs> Donald Jr. <laughs> in the fucking tower. <laughs> Why is there a gorilla in my society. office? That's not a gorilla, sir. <laughs> no, that's canon now. To keep, the, uh, to keep the timeline pure, I had to go and uh, give Clinton's emails. <laughs> that's how I got my point of quote-unquote high society that I took after the last mission. <laughs> Because occasionally something bad, ha- you have to keep something bad happening in Time Watch because, you know, like if you can't something- go kill Hitler, you can't, you, you fuck up the time stream. Look, if World War Three doesn't happen in 2019, then it happens in 2057 and the human race is wiped out. So that's yeah, it. Exactly. 
<laughs> and Colonel Blood, you weren't on the mission, but how do you, you've kind of had a couple other jobs on the side, you know, with Time Watch. What, how do you spend your time? Do you actually say uh, it's Time Watch Citadel, which is outside time and space before the Big Bang, or are you back in your native I will time? take drinking and whoring across time and space for 500, Adam. <laughs> and in the book, I would like to point out to you, Darth, that all Time Watch agents have been sterilized. <laughs> It's part of the initiation. Mm-hmm. So, you well, know, that's very convenient. <laughs> yeah, you don't start leaving little time babies. <laughs> yes. And presumably, uh, the Time Watch uh, Medical Bay also probably just keeps like the cure all panacea for STDs in a little drawer marked blood. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another case of space gonorrhea. <laughs> space. Okay. So. I've got the cosmic clapping and someone give me the shot. (laughs) I accidentally infected Alexandria with the cosmic clap. Better burn it down. (laughs) Yeah, the bubonic plague. My bad, guys. (laughs) Is that a paradox or was I not supposed to do that? (laughs) Well, it would have happened anyway. (laughs) So we've already started off to a nice little ruckus start here. So let's go ahead and begin. Each of you are getting a warble kind of you know signal on your um your autocron you're being you've had some coordinates in time placed you know sent to you and it says like you're getting the asap so it's an emergency you need to be at this place which looks like from the autocrons saying new york city and you need to be there in the 24th century we need to build a baseball stadium in Kansas in the 90s. <laughs> All right. So we need to get to New York in the 25th century. What well, 24th century, I thought I said. Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. I don't know, man. I heard you say something century. Uh, it's okay. In, either or. Anyway, we need to get there. Yeah. We need to so, be at a place at a time. So th- since this is actually part of my introduction, I'm not going to ask you to spend this point. Darth, what I have, and I want to kind of encourage everybody to keep this up. You are your own best friend during this, not your own best friend, but your partner's best friend. Colonel Blood is always his own best friend. Well, if, apparently not if you've been whored across time. But <laughs> the uh, everybody starts with one Benny. So you can just kind of mark it on a sheet of paper or something like that. And whenever you do a time check, Darth, you can either spin a Benny and then you automatically succeed or you can roll time travel, which would be a difficulty four on a D6. And you spend Chronos stability to modify. It's usually a difficulty four, loss three kind of kind of set up there. But I'm going to give you all an extra Benny for this. So, you know, say you had two. Now you have one. We'll just time travel you there. Just keep up with it, by the way, Darth. We have they're, one they're, they're, they're actually called stitches instead of bennies. With your stitch, you can refresh uh, any general ability by two points. Simplified time travel, like I said. You can, if you have multiple stitches, you can like, pay to give uh, two stitches to give a teammate a plus one on a die row. You can boost your damage by one with a stitch, or you can reduce damage you take with a stitch. So whenever someone does something cool, such as, you know, say Aaron enjoyed your crude joke about a horn through time and space, like you do, then he would give you a Benny. You do something cool, 
think of a cool suggestion, you guys throw them out. I, I really don't want to be like, if something really strikes me, I'll jump in there. If people aren't doing it, but I would rather this be some kind of currency that you all are distributing. You can't have more than four. Can I just preemptively give Ethan a Benny for being a Russian guerrilla spy? Because that's no. amazing. No, it was, it was kind of based on what role playing. <laughs> Damn. Sorry. Anyway, so is I assume everyone's going to go there. Is there anyone not going to go ahead and make that uh, jump? I will roll. Yeah, okay. So you, you wanna you wanna keep start with the two? That's fine. Yeah. So it's a four I'm three. Roll as well. All right. Wait, we would start with two if we don't roll. Yeah, it's what I'm saying. I guess actually in fact let me go ahead and negate that. Let's just spend it because I'd rather not give you two bennies to start with. We all just immediately oh, okay. are like Benny? <laughs> I right. call them bennies, but they're stitches. That's just a currency. But yeah, so no offense. I, I recant that. Beta so, will. Fade a moxie wheel. So yeah. here. All right, All right. Let's do this. So time travel. I assume each of you have your gear, your default gear loadout, unless someone yeah. says something different. Can I have a flintlock pistol? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna add that to my list. All right, uh, I'll figure I'm, up damage on that in a moment. But was anybody else? I'm good with standard okay. issue equipment. Alrighty. So, boom. Everybody does their time travel. It looks kind of different for each one of you, I guess you could say. Who knows? But I always like to think of it as like riding on a wormhole, kind of Donnie Darko kind of shit. You know? And, boom. You are in what looks to be by the direction of Central Park. And in the, in the distance, you can see the gigantic skyscrapers of New York City, which I have never seen with my own eyes, but I've seen pictures. You can see the city is burning. You hear you hear sirens, klaxons in the background. You see bodies strung about on the ground. You see your fellow Time Watch agents are sitting there actually intera- working with um, local law enforcement and military people fighting. And what are they fighting, Darth? They're fighting robots it is a robot rebellion my god my god there's kind of there's a command center kind of been set up in a park so to speak a little one you're right there you see your case handler which is hapatia the uh egyptian mathematician from the previous greek. game greek greek i thought it was egyptian was she uh, was she an you, egyptian greek because that was thing you kept saying Greek last time, so I'm going I mean, off. All right, we'll go Greek, Greek like 20 times. All right, in this, in this, okay. I will. Ptolemaic <laughs> Egyptian. <laughs> Neither here nor there, guys. All right. <laughs> Apatia starts running over. It's like, oh my God, like this just popped up. I, I don't know where this is coming from. So, Presumably so, a factory somewhere. What with all the robots? <sighs> I mean, I'm just guessing. But generally, people don't make robots. The sounds of battle are getting closer. Well, I mean, people do make robots, but not in the fun way, in the boring way with the screwdrivers and the hammers and the like. What do you need, Hepatia? What are we doing here? What's going on? We're Honestly, I need help. We need help just maintaining, maintaining right now. We're trying... 
we're running a few tests right now. We're trying to figure out exactly where this aberration in the time stream has occurred. There, if my kid's audible. Yes. It's always sound effects. Our child is indeed audible.com. <laughs> Who should sponsor us? <laughs> As. Uh, <laughs> uh, Adam RTX. was kind of borderline abstinence program. <laughs> yeah. Adam okay. was kind enough to name his child audible.com, so they should sponsor us. I mean, I'm just saying. Going back to it. The uh, uh, help us maintain right now. This is this is the first big incursion we've got with this robot uprising, but obviously it didn't start here, but we've got to kind of maintain as best we can if if things keep progressing the way they go, technology doesn't have time travel right now, and we need to stop this before they get, <laughs> for our proposed robot overlords, get time travel. Well, I, for one, welcome our uh, current robot overlords. But uh, if you say it's something we need to stop, then let's, uh, let's get on that then. Right. So I presume we'll be fighting a lot of naked, muscular Austrians. But, uh, yeah. Oh, you, you see your should look up over kind of your shoulders. Oh, shit, incoming. So flying down to the ground or the typical humanoid-shaped. And I'm kind of thinking more GoBots. Have you ever seen the old GoBots back in the day? Yeah, the knockoff Transformers. Discount yeah, Transformers. But they're smaller scale, obviously. But they sit down and like a big squad of them sit down in front and just start wailing at the time watch agents and the local authorities with the weapons. So call this your tutorial into uh, combat. So we'll say you all are like, everything's kind of dividing up. There's one particular robot or not actually two robots that are make their way toward the three of you. They've started shooting, but it's kind of haphazardly at the moment. What do you want to do? Uh, is there an initiative order or the initiative order is how you pick. So Darth, the way this oh, works yeah. as well is like, right. uh, I would say to per, if I was wanting to kind of use a, like a kind of a hybrid of other gumshoe stuff, I'd say, I'm going to say you guys get to act first or I would turn to the person with the highest athletics, but yeah, but it, here's the deal. Like Darth, you can go, you can say, then, you know, Aaron could go next if he wants to. And then Ethan could go next. But if the enemies end, then they get to go pick who goes next. So, you know, you could possibly have to deal with four attacks in a row. Does that make sense? It's like a serpentine kind of down serpentine. and up. So we'll go ahead and say that, yeah, you are top of the order. So giant robot, well, not giant, but, you know, humanoid-sized robots shooting lasers at you. I would like to discharge my flintlock pistol into a robot. Okay. So how do you want to, like, I guess you would roll shooting? I rolled a shooting. I rolled a six. I shoot a robot with my flintlock pistol. All right. I'm glad I packed this. Almost left it behind. Let me see the damage on that real quick. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and figure up the damage on that. Let's go ahead and skip to the next one. Who goes next? You did hit, by the way, Darth. If, we, if the threshold was... Uh, let's see. 
can I like go ahead and like try and tinker with one and reprogram him to fight for us? Okay, so yeah, there's wreckage <laughs> on the ground of like other robots they've uh, defeated. So yeah, yeah can it, I go for one of the ones that's attacking us, or would I have to like kill him first? Okay, I would say this: if you would give me a successful scuffling without the damage. And I'm also going to say that since you're trying to get onto his back and access like a panel and things like that, like a, like a difficulty five scuffling check. And yeah, I would say that once you do that, you can spend, do you have a tinker or what is that ability? I'm trying to look. Um, I have tinkering, hacking science. I would take either of those. So if you do that and then spend the point, I'll say it's been a point the next round, and I'll say up on the third round, you have a robot up. Okay. I'll spend two points of uh, scuffling to go for it. Okay. Five. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's a one plus two is three. Okay. So, yeah, you you jump in there, you try to get to them, but they hit their thrusters and kind of skid to the side there. All right. So, Aaron, do you want to go next? and, And roar it. We winston it up. Yep. Uh, I'm going to let one of the robots go so we don't just get fucked in the mouth at the end of the turn. Okay. By all the robots. All oh, the robots. Hey, Darth, real quick, there actually, I think, is a flintlock here. Let me see. I, mean, I, I, I presume for a time game, you know, they'd have rules for black powder weapons. Hold on. I was going to try to figure out damage. I'm assuming it is, since it's a big ball, I'd say it's D6 plus one. Sure. So go ahead, go ahead and row Darth with a D6 plus one. Two, three. That's with the modifier? Yeah, three is with the modifier. Okay, hold on a second. The I'm robot actually... has three armor, nothing happens. <laughs> So okay, so Ting, not a like a not a really we'll call it robot one, not a super strong hit. It was kind of a glancing blow. It w- it also tried to thrust, so you didn't get to do a lot of damage on that. But you did hit, and you did put a nice little dent in it. So we're gonna go ahead, and I will say that the robot is going to actually attack you, uh, Albert, since you're up close. So I would see this is robot two, and since you're up close, he is going to try to hit you with his piston fist. Ooh! Mm. I hope he hits you. I hope he doesn't. I guess. On a scuffling. Some hostility here. Okay. Yeah, that hits Albert. And Doesn't. that goes for, let's see, of course you got your armor, you can factor it in after I do the damage, so I think it's like a negative one modifier. No, it's a one. It's a, no, it's a zero, excuse me. It's a, he's super powered. And he hit you for, ooh, whap, five damage. So your shoot. armor would absorb, uh, shoot. What, do you got one armor, I think? Let me double check. Tom, yeah. Tom watch uniform absorbs one, so that would be four damage. Damn. You all got me, kids. So, 
Do you all want to go ahead and act again, or do you want robot number one or two, the other one, to act? I'm going to let the other robot go. Okay. The other one is going to shoot. This is the one that was shot. He is going to shoot at Thomas with his uh, beam. So let's see. Is it a sexy beam? Oh, the sexiest of beams. Oh, then I'm glad I'm being shot with it. Okay, that looks like it's going to hit. And let's see what kind of damage. Because uh, What's your athletics at? Eight. Eight. I'm actually surprisingly spry for a 60-year-old Irishman from the Middle Age, from the yeah. Renaissance. You know, that miss. You're, you're th- I was thinking you had lower stats than that. Yeah, this, yeah, your threshold's four to hit. So, yeah, yeah. I missed that. I so, goes wide. Spry. So, Rick? What's up? Uh, I'm going to take cover. Uh, so as to not be hit by any sort of robot. Okay. Well, we can even say you started from cover. So to speak, since you're not standing up to attack, is that any kind of particular action you're wanting to do right now? Oh, um, uh, I don't know. Does one have its back turned to me? There, well, I would say the one that Albert was ju- like, it turned around and socked him. Yeah, it's pretty freed up. All right, I'm going to attack. Try and attack one from behind. Okay. Okay. So, so shooting, or what are you going to do? Um. Uh. Yeah, I guess I'll try and uh, pacifist it. Okay. I'm not going to spend any shooting. And I rolled a five. All right, five. Let me double check because I still haven't got this shit in my head yet. But I'm switching through. So the five definitely hits. And let's see. Pacifist does. Let's see. Pacifist seven five. So, yeah, you could probably try to short it out if you wanted to. Let's see. I'm sorry. Just give me a second to find the weapon. All right. So, yeah, go ahead. And if you want to roll. Uh, oh, roll damage. Yeah. That is a four. That is a four. So let me see. Neural disruptors. I'm trying to find pacifists here. Trying to find a better example of it here. I'm sorry, it's taking me a second. Okay, got it. So yeah, boom, you shock it pretty good. Of course, you had to get jump up there. It's more of a close range weapon there, so you're you've moved into combat a little bit closer. But yeah, you see it. <laughs> All the lights on the front readout really definitely light up. So, who goes next? Uh, good question. Who is going to go next? Uh, discretion? To, to, I would, I'll tell you this offhand. Albert, that thing's not looking at you right now. And it's still, it's just, it's system has just took a big shock. So if you wanted to attempt anything again, that would be a, 
I, I would lower the difficulty of the scuffling down to three for this round if you wanted to try to do anything. You want to repeat that action? Um, that would be cool. So, spend, whatnot. Um, I guess I should spend one, probably. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good thing. Three plus one is four. Okay, you got it. By the way, I like your idea. Why don't you give yourself an extra stitch, by the way, for this idea? So yes. I will say, at uh, whenever you, you know what? Fine. This I was hacking, or well, if you want to go ahead and spend a point of hacking, go ahead. We'll go ahead and do it right now. I'll just say that you're tied up with that. You're going to be, you're spending that point of hacking to prevent his, this robot's actions from the next round in this order anyway. Okay. So you, you're yeah. essentially, yeah, you're taking it down for the moment. So, okay. And who wants to go next? Uh, so if we all go at once, then the robots get to choose next round, yeah. right? Yeah. So they can, if they wanted to, they could go ahead and, you know, one could go twice if they want. So you what you're seeing right now is there's a one, ding, you shot it. It shot you back. There's the one that Albert's wrestling with right now. And then I bet you the other time watch agents are engaging other robots across. So I'm going to go ahead and let one of the other robots go then so that we can oh. have. Okay. Time. All right, so we'll see. So you're the one that shot at you is going to try to shoot again. And he rolls. Rolls a three. Damn it, missed. So it's still not hitting. Great. Uh, now, having successfully avoided... Uh, Injuries so far, and discretion being the better part of valor, I am going to attempt to beat feet until I can find a slightly bigger weapon than my my space taser. <laughs> Is there perhaps a convenient fallen time watch agent with a big looking gun somewhere? <laughs> okay. So if what I'm going to say you're going to find is, uh, since it's local law enforcement, if you will, let's see, what could I, what are you going to find this with? You got to make, uh, make a sale for me when you look at your character sheet. So I'm actually going to be unobtrusive. Um, I'm actually going to be unobtrusive, which I think is considering there's no stealth check. Which would be better, unobtrusiveness or burglary for stealth? To stealthily uh, uh, relieve a fallen officer of his uh, space right. assault rifle or his future gun. I will say this, since you are being shot at, that is a little bit of a harder deal because you're the target there. So unobtrusiveness wouldn't work. I would even accept at this point athletics. Just that you see one, so if you can hit the difficulty four, then you I'll make it. Go ahead and uh, spin two athletics and get a cock dice and a one. So 
I presumably run for it, trip, fall, and <laughs> roll sprawled on my face just out of out of arm's reach yeah, of you, the gun. You're not prone. You're with athletics, you're nimble enough that when you fall, you quickly recover, but yet you didn't clear the distance that you thought you needed to. All right. So I can probably get it next turn. Yeah. Uh, so next. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Rich, did you hear to go? Uh, I have not yet. No. <clears throat> yeah, Rich. Um, John. Yeah, Rich. <laughs> uh, I am not gone. Rich, why Parker. are you going? Um, I guess I will help. Uh, blood. I will help him try and deal with the robot. Okay. How you how you want to do that? Uh, I will try and pacifist it again. Okay, so you're getting in within melee of it, so you can go ahead if you want to go ahead, you know, roll your attack. Uh, There's a one. Okay, so they're hard to hit when they want to be hard to hit, so yeah, you, you, you squeeze off the round. It was more of a glancing blow since you kind of had to na- navigate around Albert as he's tinkering with the other. So now we're at the top of the other order. Now, who wants to go? Or does anyone, or do you want your opponent to go? So we could let one opponent go? Well, one of them's tied up right now. I'll say it since, since Albert's doing this, and I didn't actually have the sense of mind to do like an opposed scuffling check or something like that. I'll say that if... If you all make it to the end of the round stuff, he's already spent the point. He's going to get the robot up, but it's just, it knocked him out for this moment, just completely getting this one. So there's only one robot that can enter combat. So if you want to let it go first, or if you want to let it go last, or somewhere in between. Does anyone mind if I go? Uh, Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to attempt the same thing I did last round of picking up the big gun and then big gunning at the robot. All right. So I'm going to kind of freehand this. Do me this favor. I'll say it's a, since you're there, if you can give me athletics three, you're, you make it to the gun, no problem. And you can act. If you can't beat a difficulty of athletics three, you just make it to the gun and you'll shoot next. Kind of deal. I'm going to spend another point of athletics. Okay. Bring me at five. I got another one. So, yeah, you make it there, but man, you shouldn't have been drinking and horn before you went there, man. You're just. Oh, little... oh, oh, I got a hell of a headache. What you should have done what is time traveled to when you were sober before you showed up there. But, you know, hindsight's 50, uh, 2020. So is that next- a thing I can do? Why am I not just time traveling to when I'm pleasantly tipsy all the time? <laughs> Baker? What's up? You want to go next? or I'll let a robot go. Okay. So we are... You've just shocked him, so... He is going to go ahead and let's see. I'm going to go ahead and try to hit you with my piston. 
jab, so pneumatic kind of punch. So what's your athletics? Uh, check. Nine. Nine. Okay, yeah. So it's difficulty four, so he's going to swing. And he misses, but I am going to, and here's what you, I can do, because I've got these ability, like, like an aberrant kind of pool, I guess you could say, like they have Knights Black Apes agents, but it's called Tempest. Knights Black so Ape Apes. So I'm going to spend two of my Tempest points to act again. That's one of the abilities that this particular robot does. And so he is going to swing at you again. And he still misses because I'm rowing for shit. So, you know, you are dancing between the raindrops. <laughs> Good. All right. Next. Uh, who's next? It could be you. Like it had to be you because I'm. A, I asked Albert to go last just because he was. He's fin. He's finishing up right now. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to try and fuck up another robot. Okay. Uh. Is there anything I could pick up to hit a robot with? Yeah. It's a battlefield. There's shit everywhere. All right. Can then, I'm gonna, there? then I'm going to grab a piece of another robot to hit a robot with. <laughs> I'm going to say it's, I'm going to throw the damage as heavy club on that. So you'll get a plus one modifier on your row. Gotcha. So uh, let's see. Scuffling or yeah. Yeah, that is a six. Okay, yeah. Oh, you clock good. So row damage. Uh three. Four damage. Dude, you fuck <laughs> Fuck that robot up. You you hit it so hard his head spins around. And good. I mean it it rightens itself at you, but I mean it, it does a full rotation and the side of it's dented in really bad where you made contact. And we're going to go ahead and say Albert. So Albert, you're up. So you could do the attack or you could send a robot or what do you want to, what, what do you think? Uh, do I have to spend actions to control the robot or does he act in our he, I, I, I will treat him as a second controller, I mean player NPC that you can control. What does that mean? Do I control him, or do? You... Yeah, you. Unless you control him, and you can roll for yourself, like you. So you've you've oh, hacked sweet. him to the. So you got him. He's he's Siri. So yeah, Albert. I mean, robot attack. Robot. Okay. Yeah. Robot kill. Yeah, I'll have him go up and uh, just like do one of those piston punches right at the back of that other one's head. Okay, so. Yeah, go ahead and row the D6. You're trying to hit a difficulty four for the robot. Does the robot have any modifiers? There's armor and stuff like that, but uh, you get the you get a damage plus. So I mean, you get a plus one. No, well, I rolled a three. Is the reason I asked? Oh, yeah, I didn't do a good job. If you want to, I lied to you a second ago. I didn't look at it. Yeah, you had a point of scuffling. So go ahead and spend it. That's my fault. If you want to go ahead and spin that point of scuffling. Typically, I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah, the robot has a point. So you don't yeah, have to robot. take it down. 
Robot can spend his point of scuffling. All right, so now you will row the D6, and you'll give it a plus one, I guess. Yeah. So two. Two plus one, three, damn, see. No, no, total of two. I rolled a one. Robot on robot violence is a real oh. problem facing America in the 24th century. <laughs> it, it, took, it took a hell of a lick, but it's still up. So torso shot, boom, thing staggers back, still up. And now it's your turn, Albert. Um, I'll see the robot punch it ineffectively. Oh, forget this. I'll just pick. Uh, is there like any debris on the ground? Like a, something I pick up and just club it in the head with? Yeah, there's a robot. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick up a dead robot and I'll hit another robot with it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is a large improvised weapon. So, yeah, it's plus one. So, you know, scuffling, same thing. Uh, DC four and... Uh, yeah, difficulty four. Scuffling. Um, I guess I'll spend another point. Okay. Ooh, I rolled a four plus one is five. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Row that be- beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Ooh, that's, I rolled a four for the damage. I love that. So it's a five for damage with the plus one modifier of you beating a robot with another mo- robot. So the most <laughs> describe it cinematically with these humanoid shaped robots that are standing there. You've destroyed it. But I want you to tell me, give me this epic picture, if you will, sir. Uh, I, I walk forward and I grab the dead robot laying on the ground by his, by the ankle. I drag him behind me and just swipe up and forward and just crack its head against the other one's head. (laughs) I guess you could say you swiped left on that robot. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Well, I just use my point of te- contemporary history for a dick joke. I- <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, boom, you got it. So that's we'll go ahead and say that's the end of combat. So congratulations, uh, yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that Thomas has picked up the big future uh, rifle. He's just frantically. Go uh, like panning back and forth, and he's like, "I'm here. I got it. Where right. are they?" <laughs> so it was a rat gun. So here's like write this down real quick, or make a quick note, Dorothy, sure. since you picked this up. It's a 20 gauge, smaller, but it's you know, drum fed kind of gun. Damage sure. modifier plus one, and if it's at point blank range, is point is plus three. So yeah, you've got. You know, a riot shotgun, essentially. Space riot shotgun. Really cool. Future riot shotgun. Okay. Uh, so. He does that. I'll just kind of lower my glasses and. Like, They're all dead. <laughs> and as you look around the rest of the battlefield that has erupted there, the rest of the time, what agents have taken care of it, taken care of their, their battles. Hypatia staggers over he's kind of bleeding from the side a little bit <sighs> weren't you a woman Are, like 30 seconds ago <laughs> <laughs> no nah, it's always was a man i thought huh you just, you just see him i thought you said this game i thought you said last game it was a him yeah, this game yeah. you said her and then gender fluid time travel go with it so 
no, I honestly I thought it was a man, but I may have missed. You know, this isn't the weirdest thing I've seen today. That there goes to a, the robots with the piston fists. <laughs> there's a uh, there was a screaming the child in the background. <laughs> God damn it. With pistons. I like it. <laughs> so, I think I met a prostitute in Elizabethan England who could do that. Quite a <laughs> Thank you, man. I, I appreciate you keeping us classy. <laughs> All right. So, let's go ahead and jump to it. Hypatia, he says to you... <sighs> All right. So, here's the deal. We haven't got a clear reading on this. We're kind of having a two try to reinforce the time stream right here. This is this is Skynet all over kind of set up here. We're gonna have to contain it. I mean I need you all to go back. It looks like it looks like everything is normal, but technology seems to be out of whack. It's it's things are advancing obviously much quicker than it should have. It looks like you need to go back to the 21st century to to see exactly what's going on here. Should I self-destruct the minion? No, no, I think we can use that. I would recommend you leave it here since there's been issues with things that get left in the past causing, you know, time travel problems. But I mean, if you want to go ahead and destruct it, that's fine. Or if you can turn over relinquish it to us here at Time Watch, we'll do our best to take care of your prized possession. Can I at least keep the big gun? Oh, yeah, sure. Just, you know, it's like Boy Scouts, you know, leave it, leave the environment better than when you find it. So, you know, casual deal, pick up shell casings, anything like that with, uh, Ballistic I, weapons. Are we here? Wait. Oh, I. Okay, my my. I, somebody messaged me, and I thought that was a call dropping. So, yep. And it just my best bet. Once you go back to, since this is the epicenter where things really get bad, why don't you go back to New York City, back in the twenty first century, try to get a read on, and then. Follow the string from there. Any questions, gentlemen? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Eyes are being rolled. Right. Uh, now it seems pretty straightforward. Okay. Well, gentlemen. Um, I resent what? that title. I'm a scoundrel. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've drank. I've drank three beers. I will be right back. <laughs> This is gonna, I'm going to try my best to make this a quick session, Aaron. I will prove you wrong. <laughs> hey, man, I wasn't judging. I was just saying, I know I'm how I'm my do. hardest to make sure we don't finish. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm going to go get a beer. Do your thing. Hmm. <sighs> I'm just going to go ahead and say my character is always slightly drunk. Just always. Ah, so you're pulling a rob. Indeed. He has, in fact, just time-traveled to the point where he is mildly and happily tipsy and remained in that state, quantum-locked. Nice. (laughs) He's quantum-locked himself into tipsiness. 
These things will happen sometimes. Yeah. I'm back. It turns out that if you time travel uh, while really, really drunk, your base state just sort of resets. Hmm. You should try it sometime. It's immensely fun. Just uh, don't vomit, or it might end up in the Cretaceous. All right, I'm back. Miss anything? Uh, no. Okay. Are we ready to pick back up? Sounds like it. All righty. So here we go. So do you want now? This is you, Ethan. You had the two stitches. Uh, everyone else has one. Time travel check. So it's a difficulty four. You lose three of your chrono stability if you miss it. If you want to row and keep the stitch. That's fine. Again, guys, if you like something else that your teammates are doing and stuff like that, throw out a stitch whenever they do something really cool. Yeah, I'll, or I'll any spend a stitch. Okay. And uh, as I get ready to jump into the time stream, I'll, I'll just kind of pat the robot on the back. <laughs> uh, like, uh, he answers the Gladkov, and the password is Lenin123. Um, password is I am not a communist. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, there you go. Anyone else? I'm gonna roll. Okay. So you can spend chrono stability. Okay. Thank you, Darth. Okay, go go. <laughs> Boom. Finally. <laughs> like statistically, the odds of rolling three ones in a row. Okay. Sounds good. So, and Baker? I will roll uh, Chrono Stability. I will not spend any points. Okay. That is a four. Ah, I like you living living dangerously. It's what I do, man. It's all I know how to do. What kind of what kind of 1970s-ish bullshit do you pull off right before you walk into that time travel? I'm going to pull out an unfiltered cigarette. <laughs> I'm going to smoke said unfiltered cigarette. I'm going to go <sighs> fucking New York. I'm going to flick the cigarette and walk through the portal. You know what I like about this the most is that you're doing this. Like everybody's already time traveled, but you're time traveling. So you can make yourself arrive on time just the same. So you just yeah. sit there and take five minutes to just stare at the robot and a patient. Just <sighs> Yeah, right before I walk through the portal. Fucking New York. <laughs> I love this town. And then I walk through the portal. <laughs> Boom, and you're in New York again. <laughs> but. So, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say that uh, Thomas pops out of the portal with his top button undone and half a bottle of Jameson in his hand. And he's just like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> Now, typ- now, typically with time travel, the autocron will place you someplace where it's very un- unobtrusive, so no one will notice you. You were crashing in at the time into New York, so it uh, 
subtlety went out the window, but you will arrive at a different location. You're not going to the same place in New York. So I will say that you all find yourself standing in an empty movie theater. There's a clock on the wall that indicates that it is 10 a.m. You're in the actual theater itself, but there's like a back wall clock kind of deal. What movie is playing? It's not open yet. Oh. You can tell, you know, difference in in technology. For starters, there's not even a projector anymore. The actual wall of the theater is built up like a gigantic, you know, wall-sized LED screen or whatever. That's not right. That's not right at all. Well, it's 21st century. It's, that would be this century, but it's just... Oh. oh, I thought it was the 1970s for some reason. No, I, Baker's from the 70s. Oh, okay. So, what's the first step? What do you all want to do? Wait, what year did you say it was? You went from the 23rd century to the 21st century. Gotcha. So, I guess we would be the 21st century right now? Yes, that's, present that's correct. Present day? It's more in the future. Your indication is that it is 2060. Okay, that's a, that's a year. Unlike okay. the 21st century, which is not a year. I was being vague because all I had in front of me was 21st century. I'm committing to 2060. Good. Good to commit. <laughs> well, I talked to my wife. It took me seven years or more. <laughs> So, how do you want to begin your investigation? Um, I would like to go find a bar. Of course. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to walk out and try and figure out if I can see any place where it looks like robots might be created. Um, Okay. I'll go for the nearest newspaper. Okay. Good call. Good choice. All right. right, So I was gonna go to a pub and like see if they had the news playing, but yours is much quicker. (laughs) All right. So yeah, we will go ahead and let's let's do the bar scene first. So yeah, there are bars that open before noon. There are some bars that don't close in New York. I'm assuming is that correct, Darth? Where in New York are we? Are we in like the 40s? You you tell me. I know shit about New York. Uh, I'm going to say that we're that um, we are in the 40s on like 8th Avenue, where all the old timey uh, skin flick theaters used to be back in the sick back in the 80s. Okay, and that those have experienced a resurgence. And I'm going to go find one of the awful fake Irish pubs for tourists that infest the area around Times Square. Mm. Sounds good. So yeah, yeah. those usually have CNN playing. Okay, so you have. Uh, let's see. So yeah, so you find a bar. It's open. You are. You have your impersonator mesh on. Is there a particular yeah. look that you're going for right now? Uh, I'm just vaguely businessman. Like, okay. I feel like there's just a set in, a setting that is suit and tie, 1800 through 2031. Or no, eighteen hundred through twenty three oh one, and it's just okay. not changed. Sounds good to me. So yeah, you sit down. There's news playing. 
few people are sitting at the bar, a couple booths set up, stuff like that. Things are going on. Like, are you want to interact with anyone or just sit there and watch the news? Or do you want to use any of your investigative abilities? If you can try to. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and spend. Uh, streetwise. And I'm just going to sit down next to somebody at the bar and just be like, so how about those robots, eh? <sighs> you know, that they are so cool. Like, the guy looks up looks up for me. It's like, it's amazing what they can do. Like, you know, they started out with, like, pacemakers and prosthetics and stuff like that to just help people. But now, and he uh, pulls out a cell phone. It's like, I mean, this damn thing right here, like, not only can I, like, make phone calls on it, and it's got games, and I can surf the internet, and stuff like that. It's got these, and he pulls, like, on the bottom of it, like, a little, it looks like what a stylus would come out of, like, you know, it's like a Samsung Note, or something like that. But these two little uh, diodes kind of come out connected to wires. He goes, and now, I mean, we've got virtual reality where you can just cook, cook these on the side of your temple and you're like, it immediately takes you out of this place and takes you somewhere else. Like, like I can't, I, can't, <laughs> I can see nothing bad going with this. This is like, man is going to be elevated. This is great. And he kind of pulls up a drink. Yeah. So, cheers, uh, cheer, I cheer him. And I'm like, so uh, that's a Samsung, right? That phone. Yeah, this is a Samsung S23. Okay, I was just, and that's made by uh, what's his name? I that famous guy who did virtual reality. It starts with an M, doesn't it? Oh, maybe an I. I don't remember. I'm bad with I, names. I haven't followed the news and stuff like that, but I mean, it just it seems like it's going by leaps and bounds. Like, I, but I mean, like, there's that guy who's always on the TV. You know, with the press conferences. Oh, well, yeah. We got Steve Jobs. He's still around. Okay. <laughs> Just noting that in my mental book. <laughs> mm, yes, Jobs. That's it. Wasn't an I. It was a J. That's what it is. <laughs> oh. And I will buy two beers and, you know. Okay. So. The recap, you know, technology, you know, grown quick. Everybody very optimistic about it. Just to recap, recap what you've gotten with that spend. All right, so let's go ahead. Who wants to take the next scene? Is it uh, Rick or uh, do we want Albert? I was going for a new for a newspaper. Okay. All right, so you are. They've got a few. They got a few of the standards. You know, you pick up like you can pick up a newspaper, glance through. Is there anything in particular you're wanting to look for? Um, just any like breaking news about like advanced robotics or AI. Okay. Do you have uh, what kind of ability? Do you want to use like? Do you want like this or offhand? This would be a good opportunity if you wanted to use like an academic ability, possibly. Now, if you want to take you, you can also use your mesh, your autocron, excuse me, to access the internet during this time period too. So you can hack in, and uh, so I'm I'm going to say that you're not necessarily limited to the newspaper itself. You just tell me how you want to use the same thing. So you stepped out on the street, 
there's not a hell of a lot of newspapers. You know what I mean? They've got a stack of them that people can put a couple bucks in and pull it out of the tray and stuff like that. But yeah, a single <laughs> newspaper is fifty dollars. <laughs> I guess if it's like the twenty second century, then okay. So can then, uh, we'll uh, newspapers are probably a little anachronistic. Yeah, we'll go. Um, we'll, we'll count as contemporary. I mean, like it could be like a disposable electro flexible electro film <laughs> that just like is programmed with the day's newspaper, and then you okay. chuck. By it the way, egg. you guys are allowed to communicate with each other between scenes and stuff like that. So just FYI, you can chat amongst each other. But I'll say this: with the with the newspaper, you start going through, and with your point in contemporary that you spent, here's what you were noticing. You're noticing that the movies that are listed as playing don't, they're not following like the current trends that should be available during this time period. For example, you're just starting to get a uh, monster movie, uh, certain types of like monster movies. You know what I mean? So like the golden age of cinema, like, you know, Dracula, um, Frankenstein stuff like that. Like, yeah. They're just like they. You look at the picture. You can even reference it on your autocron, just trying to see exactly what is what on movie listings and stuff like that. They're not exactly you know Dracula, the Mummy, the blah blah blah, the blah blah blah. But you're you're starting to see that golden area of cinema just coming in right now, a hundred years or over a hundred years late. Or you know it's just a revival. <laughs> so. Dracula, the gritty reboot. You, you even well, they're, they're not using that, like in real I, life. They tried that last year. So yeah, that's what you're saying. Is there anything else that you would want to do? So, acronistic on the movies. And by the way, I just want to stress: you're not seeing Dracula. You're not seeing Frankenstein. You're you're seeing. Like the multi-part man, and then like there's pictures of stitches and shit like that that's connecting a person. You know, a Frankenstein-ish kind of character. Yeah, like the 22nd century equivalent of mm-hmm. the classic monster. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's what you get. Uh, anything else before we move the scene along, or do you want to spread information along, or you guys tell me? Can I look up Steve Jobs? Mm-hmm. I, I would let you do that after Aaron does his thing. Sure. Uh, I'm cool just going along with whatever everybody else is doing. That's fine. So, yeah, talk some most yourselves. What do you want to do again? So it's 2060, and this guy says Steve Jobs is still alive, and Steve Jobs is a major figure in the, uh, you know, techno whatever world. Okay. So you're wanting to look. You're you're wanting to look up Steve Jobs. I'm saying to these guys. I'm saying to the other the other agents. Oh. I'm actually saying to them. So I think we might have potentially found a point of divergence. It seems that way. Do we just need to nip back and uh, assassinate Steve Jobs? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you do have research abilities, and I've given you guys clues that you could possibly, you know, elaborate on. Well, just hop, yeah. hop back in time and feed Steve Jobs a bunch of bananas. <laughs> what? I'll feed him a hot banana. Uh, Steve Jobs was a fruitarian. Ah, of course. It all makes sense now. 
all makes sense, just like Hitler. <laughs> but yeah, do we want to look up that, maybe? Yeah, we can see a job solo. Okay. Yeah, well... Here, like, do you want to make a spend of that? Yeah, you look it I up. Mean, like, like uh, for free, I will tell you that you still see that, despite the fact that he is nearing. God, I had no idea when Steve Jobs was born, but he's still alive. It's still the Steve Jobs. Okay, so Steve Jobs is like a hundred and forty. Does anyone want to look this up? <laughs> hint, hint. Uh, yeah, I'll look up. I will. Look up and see how old he was when he died, or when he was born, rather. Oh, well, I mean, that's just you can. You're encouraged in this game to use Wikipedia and things like that. So, I mean, I can type it up real quick and tell. Nah, you. I'm looking it up on my phone. Uh, he was born in 1955. Oh, lord, yes. Yeah, so he's just cre- he yeah. just crested. You know, he's 106. Yeah. Okay, so tell you what, give me a. Um, you can give me if you want a spin of research, if you will, uh, or anything I'll, like that. If you want to kind of go into a bit of the history, because you, with your contemporary knowledge, you know the Steve Jobs dies in the you know 2010s from liver or kidney cancer. I can't remember which one it was. Aaron, I think it was liver. Um, I think it was actually colon cancer. Oh, he had a liver transplant. Wait, no, pancreas. It was pancreatic cancer. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a death sentence. Just okay. ask Patrick Swayze. Yeah. But chance. Because he's dead. Anyway. Too soon. Too soon. So, yeah. yeah who's wanting to make a spin? I already spent it, so okay. just go ahead. And Here's what you're noticing. You see that at the f- treatments are wildly different. Like, you don't even see – like, you see mentions of him – as having cancer, but you, but around the time that the timeline starts divulging, well, that's interesting. Around the same time, the cancer matches up time stream wise, but the thing that's looking very different as you start going through it is that, like the the use an experimental procedure on on him, along with organ transplant, and you see that that's credited for not only you know, curing his uh, ailment because apparently cancer has been eliminated at this point in time. But you also see that looking back, medical technology has started advancing. There's with like wild abandon. There is very little, little in the way of clinical trials that is going on with anything medical. So things just get put straight into production. Yeah. Things are, and it's it's even it even looks like it's 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 going over into technology as well. Things that are things are coming out thirty or forty years in, in advance. You see that looking back with the history with your research skills, you also see that World War um, World War Two not only uh, it had a higher death count, it was a quicker war. Because someone beat the shit out of somebody with atomic weapons, but you know everything is coming out so much Who quicker with reckless abandon. Who knew too? So I've 
that's one clue. That's another clue. Did anyone else want to go for one final research? So we've got to recap. You've got Steve Jobs, which you see that he is still alive because of advances in medicine. You see technology is advancing super fast, but you are seeing a delay in classic Hollywood cinema. So, Adam, who nuked who? Just checking. It was America. And they nuked. Uh, they nuked. <laughs> they nuked Japan. They nuked Germany. And I have. I don't have anything written down. I'm just going to say that there were multiple nukes exchanged at that point. But with your research, you also see that we have <laughs> advanced ways of uh, clearing up dirty zones. So basically, they nuked the Axis. Yeah, it it was no no holding back. Just Things start getting out of control. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just like, I'm, my history nerd thing is thinking, you know, things move in cycles. What does what? Yeah. Well, you also need to know that this is an English major doing it. So you could tell us what happened. And I, with my humanities degree, I can tell you why you shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I see. It's like with my history degree, I'm like, but the Soviet Union would have been substantially different had they not suffered an additional three years of conflict. Stalin. Oh, we're back in my timeline. I want you, I'm going to give you an imaginary stitch, Ethan, because that just made me happy. So thank you. Imaginary stitch? or But I just want to know that I appreciate it. I just don't want you to be sitting at the front of the class, just like everybody going, look at the teacher. I imaginary appreciate that. <laughs> I imaginary spit in your face, you filthy teacher pet. Hey, Rich. Yo. Aaron had a character too. Aaron. Yes. Figure out this. Figure out my movie angle, man. Use something like look that up for me. Uh. What would you want to know? Like, you can talk. You can talk it through to me, or you can rub an ability on it. You just tell me. But. <laughs> Rub an ability on it for plus. Uh, I'll tell you what, I will try some research. Okay, now what's particular? Like, <laughs> what are you researching in particular? What's the cinema? Like, of the things that I discussed? Uh, why they're coming out so much later than they should be. Okay. So, yeah, mark off the point. Okay. All right, so here's what you're seeing. You're seeing that they're never, and you're you're getting a lot of what Albert got a moment ago as well. You're seeing that there never was the classic Hollywood movies. You're you're seeing that there wasn't a Dracula. You're seeing that there wasn't a. Uh, you're seeing that there wasn't Frankenstein. You're seeing all this kind of stuff, but then you start cross-referencing it with literature, and here's the things that you pick up here. You pick up that and let me flip my I'm walking around a room right now. You pick up that Mary Shelley never wrote Frankenstein. And I hate and, that book. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. And, I will and, fight you. And, and <laughs> by pro, and by proxy, I guess you could say the Frank vampire. The, well the vampire uh, which was a novel by Polydora, I think is how you pronounce it. P-O-L-I-D-O-R-I. It's like one of the first vampire books. Yeah, John Polydora. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was never written. Hmm. Funky. So. Hmm. You are allowed to use Google. Or not Google. I mean, like, so. They, so they never came out. And the, and thus forth, the, those those types of stories, you know, didn't see the light of day and stuff like that. So, you know, talk amongst yourself, role play it out if you want to, and figure out where we need to go. So has anyone figured out what the hell is going on? Uh, I figured out there's a movie playing this weekend that I really want to see. <laughs> what movie would that be? Uh, it's called Flips Through Flips Through the Paper. Deuce Bigelow, Intergalactic Gigolo. Monarch <laughs> King, the giant gorilla. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they got their own King Kong popping up now. <laughs> yeah, was, of course the of course the gorilla wants to see the movie about the giant gorilla. Mm. <laughs> Way to stereotype. <laughs> Mm. I'm going to pass along to them that these that uh, that Mary Shelley never wrote Frankenstein, and the vampire never happened, like V A M P Y R E, mm-hmm. and uh, which probably means Porphyria's lover never was never written. Yeah. So, uh, and Dracula probably never happened. Yeah, but proxy. The classics of like the science, the concepts of science fiction, do they exist? Like, you know, you're 20,000 leagues under the sea, you're uh, Jules Verne. Why don't, you give me a, why don't you give me a spin? If you can justify it. Um, like, there's, a theme, there's, a th- there's a theme, definitely, with Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I don't even need to spin. I can just tell you the obvious missing thing there would be the concept of man's creations turning on him. I'd like to look up a specific Czech play that invented the term robot. Okay. Go right ahead. You can do that for free. Yeah. Um, I just have to look up what it's called. Okay. So, and by the way, Darth, give yourself an extra stitch. I like that. Um, damn it. They, I'll keep going. I'll look it up. That's fine. Everybody, anyone else want to do stuff? Um, you don't have to time travel right this second if you want to research something else. I mean, no, I'm just trying to think. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna look. And see what quote unquote horror novel or research and see what kind of what uh, quote unquote horror novels have been published in this timeline. There is to go along with what Darth was saying a moment ago, too. What you're seeing is the stuff like the folklorist things, like you do see since like Dracula vampires weren't in like particularly coined as kind of an old legend and stuff like that. The things with the legends eventually like get written 
so forth. There's not an actual Dracula or the vampire and stuff like that, but there are vampire novels that kind of start going off because Mary Shelley isn't the end all be all of romanticism. It's both you and I know, correct, sir? Yes, of course. All right. (sighs) Feels good blowing dust off that English degree right there. But (laughs) what you're, what you are seeing again is man, man trifling in God's domain stuff is not going in there. So you even see like the golem, I think, and I can't remember exactly. And I may be acronistically screwing this up here, but the golem, which involved the, in the this universe's version of the golem, the golem is totally controllable, destroys the rabbi's enemies, and is then a wise and wonderful protector of the Jewish people of Prague. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you. Imaginary stitch, because I already gave you one. <clears throat> oh, also, my character wants to look up uh, uh, Rossum's Universal Robots by uh, Karl Kapek, uh, Asimov's iRobot Trilogy. Uh, and okay, uh, probably but some other stuff. To cut this off, too, cut, uh, to, I will show you a peek behind the curtains. Um, I have nothing on that. I will say that you are seeing anomalies in the way these stories are presented. You're, they're still appearing. Maybe actually the science fiction stuff is starting to appear much earlier since technology is starting to advance. But you're not, and you're seeing them in positively, like they're instead of being cautionary tales, I robot and things like that are, you know, your buddy, buddy robot kind of thing like that. Like there's that reckless abandonment that is present is like in the other literature as well. So one last question. Okay. Uh, all of the books that we're we're dealing with also mention the theme as of robot or creation as a sentient being that realizes it's a slave and like then becomes aware of it and then rebels and is like I don't want to be a slave. So these robots are just sort of happy being slaves. They don't go I am a human being. I am a sentient creature and I have rights. It is a there is a reoccurring issue and out of character, Aaron, did you ever take any classes on like African American literature? I did not know. Okay. There is a and you see this with slavery narrative like literature on slavery. What you're seeing is this image of them being happy servitors that are un- incapable of doing or thinking or feeling for themselves, even if they did have sentience. Oh. There's this, like, we are, there are, and I, this is honest to God, by the way, I'll give you college credit for this if you need it, Darth. They're treating them like they're dumb children and that they can't take care of themselves and they, that they need the overwatching parental figure. Oh, God, it's robot home. Uncle Tom's cabin. <laughs> yeah. So, Let's, let's, let's reel this in just a tad bit. So we're, we're seeing the ripples go through history. Uh, and you have been kind of quiet, Albert, for a little bit. <laughs> you have all the information that everyone else has. Do you have any idea where you want to look to next on this? The big, the big kicker, again, is that um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was never written. Um, can I research Mary Shelley specifically? See, like, uh, like her birth and 
events yeah. in her life. Yeah. No problem. All right. So, hmm. How do you, is there any particular way you want to do this? Like, I mean, it, I, out of character, if you tell me you research it, I can tell you tons of, I can give you a info dump on Mary Shelley. No problem is if there's anything in particular. Like, for example, um, she, her, she was born Mary Wollstonecraft. Wollstonecraft. And you do see that she did marry Percy Shelley. And going through, uh, she's in history, but she is more of a footnote to Percy Shelley. Did he die in a tragic boating accident? Yeah, he did. And there's also mention on on future Wikipedia that he also claims to have seen his doppelganger before he died, which is a true story. But do you have any kind? Of, do you have anything you could spend? Do you have any other points of research, or what do you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know if I have a whole lot of relevant uh, investigative. Just, I burned my only research point. I have military tactics at two. We invade the movie theater. <laughs> Do you have notice or anything like that? Um, yeah, I have notice at two. All right. Tell you what, if you give me a notice, I'll tell you. I'll get. I'll hook you up on this here. I'll spend a notice. Okay. Here's what you're noticing. And you're cross-referencing with uh, your autocron, what it pulls up from contemporary history. You see that Mary Shelley, uh, there's a there's a famous event, and I like <laughs> I've taught this lesson so many fucking times and stuff like that. But you do see that in 1816, the event where she meets up with uh, her and Percy and meet up with Lord Byron and Podori near Geneva, Switzerland occurs. And this in history is where like they they have a contest. Yeah, there's a contest. It was uh, like in history, they the the weather was shitty. And you they were kind of stuck indoors. And so what they do is like Lord Byron makes up a little game. And they sit there and play a game of telling stories and it eventually goes and goes until Mary Shelley is inspired by what she was told. And she comes up with Frankenstein and you see that this event does occur, but the stories never, never happen. So she just never wrote it down. Mm -hmm. Look up, um, so, and this time period you do see is 1816, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, this, actually, it's the summer of 1816. Wait, okay. So that means... Uh, so that means that that volcano never erupted then. If it's from the summer of... Clever girl. 
Aaron, give yourself a stitch. Okay. Because that's the year without a summer. So. What next? Sounds like we need to go to 1860. And cause a volcano to erupt. Yeah. <laughs> or just figure out why it didn't erupt. You just tell me where you want to go. Give me just one second. Let me look something up real quick. Go right ahead. Are you enjoying yourselves, guys? Neat. I was having a little trouble uh, focusing, but I'm, uh, I'm dialing in a little bit more now. It's all good. I'm trying to. Okay, I'm so trying to do a more freehand kind of style. No, you're good. It wasn't anything you were doing. Uh, you know, sometimes your head's just not in something. I got you, brother. Okay, so we need to go to the Lesser Sunda Islands in the Dutch East Indies on April 10th, 1815 to figure out why this volcano hasn't erupted yet. So the weather was just not shit that, that summer, and that's why this thing... The, like, did this volcano erupt? So, I'll give you a little bit of a dump right now. No problem, since you guys are getting good on it. So, basically, it's Mount Tambora. And it is in Indonesia, basically, one of the islands in Indonesia. And in 1815, it erupts. And it just basically caused, like, volcanic winter, I guess you could say. Like, I did tons of research on this but essentially yeah there the 1816 was known as a year without summer because all the ash and shit in the atmosphere changed the climate down from like let's see because uh, wikipedia says that the year without summer also known as the poverty year or 1800 and froze to death because of severe climate abnormalities that cause average global temperatures to decrease by 0.4 to negative 0.7 Celsius. And it resulted in, um, you know, a lot of bad things happening, such as food shortages. There's instances. So did it in this alternate, in the current history, did the volcano go off? Like in the, the history with that we are trying does that make sense? Like, did it go yeah. off in both histories? It didn't go off in this history. So the volcano didn't, didn't erupt. And Percy Shelley and all of them apparently had other things to do instead of stay inside where it's warm. Hmm. Well, so I need to figure out why that volcano didn't close or didn't uh, erupt. I hear you could set off a volcano with a large enough explosive. Excuse me. I hear you can set off a volcano with a large enough explosive, you know. <laughs> okay. So, are you going to the island, or what? Uh, I think that's what we should do. What does everyone else think? I'll be right. Okay. I assume that's, you're okay with this, Ethan? That seems logical. Okay. So, time checks or sit spinning? 
Uh, I will make a time check. Okay. All right. That is a four. I rolled a four. You're rolling like a bastard tonight. Okay, buddy. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm getting unusually lucky. Huh, on everything will, except combat. <laughs> I will yeah. spin one and uh, roll and get a three, so four. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Albert? Um, let's see. I'm just going to roll. Okay. That yeah. silence is deafening. That's a two. Silence okay. is death. So, Mark yourself is uh, missing three chronos stability. So, yeah, it, this, this, this trip didn't make it. So, I would assume that you're also going to the island. Is that yeah. a safe assumption? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, again, you guys kind of will go into an inconspicuous place. So, yeah, I will say that this, you're just, you teleport into an Indonesian forest or time travel into the Indonesian forest. Is there a particular date you were going for? Like, I mean, abstract, uh, are you going before, after? May I? Like, yeah, make a suggestion. I was going to say we bamf in at the moment, like right before, right before the volcano goes off, somewhere like at a safe distance. See what happens, and then bamf back. If that makes sense. Well, we we can do this in parts. So is it just yeah. like how are we going to figure out like if we show up afterwards we can't stop it if we show up beforehand we don't know what's gonna stop it okay well uh, do you all have any input on that one uh, I was gonna say we should go to the day it's supposed to explode that way we can see what keeps it from doing it okay yeah alright so we'll have the same idea so, yeah, you're on the island. I would assume this is almost kind of a tropical environment. I have no idea. I did not look up the actual climate and stuff like that. But Well, it's the East Indies, so I'm going to guess it's pretty warm. Yeah, I would say it's pretty warm. Yes. Warm and full of saffron. So, yeah. Delicious, you, delicious saffron. Anyway. You can, you can see you, you're in a you time travel to the forest. There's no nothing around. You can see uh, in the distance as you walk around, you can see where the volcano is. And there may be a little puff of smoke out of it, but it, you're not seeing anything that indicates that it is getting ready to erupt or anything like that from this distance. So, gentlemen, who's up for a hike? Well, you might as well get started. I'll take out like a a telescoping cane and just like fling it, like click a button and it just folds out. <laughs> you know, in some of the games I put, when I actually played it in the game with Kevin Culp, it's just the autocron actually doubled as a staff that some people had. So yeah, you, you your autocron can assume any kind of shape because it's magical future technology. You can even nice. use it as like a walking stick. So, yeah, yeah, all right. 
that scans. Do that. You, you make it. You make it to the site uh, to the volcano. You see again, not ready to explode or anything like that. It's raising up pretty high over that, and you can also see along the you know the west side of the volcano. You can actually see where a temporary structure has been set up. Hmm. Well, let's uh, let's go explore, shall we? Then, gentlemen and monkey, <laughs> ape, monkey. I'm never quite clear. <laughs> so, yeah, as as you make it, as you make it closer and closer, you see. <laughs> you you see like it looks like signs of battle. So there's a couple of tents set up. You see a lot of technology. It doesn't look like it should be there. You see, uh, you know, first off, like there's the fabric that they're using and stuff like that doesn't uh, doesn't appear to be you know natural or anything like that. There's like a synthetic fra- like fabric that's stretched up over these like. I don't know the correct word for it, Gus, but you know, like the it's not necessarily a tent as much as covering up some stuff. Like shelter? Like a, yeah, like a shelter but just out walls, you know, like you'd have a revival or or wedding re- reception or a funeral under if it was raining and stuff like that kind of deal. That's um, a tent. Yeah, a tent without walls. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Do I get a I screwed that up. So No, you're fine. I'm just letting you know that's you just described a tent. <laughs> Congratulations! You've described a tent. So, so yeah, you see, you start seeing out now. Search. There's, there's big crates there, not wooden, but there's big crates. These large objects there, and you're starting to see the signs of. It looks like a battle has taken place here. You're starting to see um, cinch marks and the, you know, synthetic fi- fabric or holes ripped in it. Your scorch marks on boxes and stuff like that and do you want to keep going closer into the encampment yes i would like to unlimber my riot gun (laughs) okay (laughs) going close going more into it you start getting more to like the tents that look like they're a habitational kind of deal they're smaller obviously and you start seeing some technology going about as you near the actual volcano itself, you do see a you see kind of a combination of things. You see that a large hole has been drilled into the side of the volcano, and there's this large metal like plug nipple kind of thing shoved in it, and a large hose coming out of it. And you also see that there are. A pile of body, like bodies, are scattered throughout this this open area where this equipment is set up. Hmm. So, recapping just yeah. in case I didn't do a good job of that, something stuck inside the volcano, hose leading out, going over to some other machinery. Do you happen to? Ha- do any of you all have uh, a future? Uh, history. Do we have a future? Oh, history future. I would like to have a future. Uh, I do not have a history um, future. I don't have history future, but I have science at five. 
Okay. That's a okay, lot I'll of take, science. Give me some science. Some I like science. Mark oh, is that off. science exclamation <laughs> point? And yes. there is would anyone be up for spending a point of awareness, possibly? I would like to spend a point of awareness. Okay, we'll go. Or with I have s- notice or notice whatever it is on there. I get yeah. <laughs> Delta Green and Call of Cthulhu and all no, that. I guess it's notice. Okay, so what science gets you is you see is more of a, it looks like some type of geothermal setup. There is a hole apparently has been drilled into the side of the volcano and there's some insulated tubing that's been ran into it and it's heavily insulated on the outside, but it, the, the tubing leads back to another machine and it looks like that there's batteries that are being set into it and charging. So it looks like with your knowledge of science, even though this is a little different than anything you've, particularly seen since you haven't seen super tech you're, you're gathering that this they're, they're geo, using geothermal power to charge large cell batteries mm-hmm. awareness you start looking at the bodies and the weird thing is you start seeing the same two bodies like there's some different ones here, but you start seeing the same faces showing up. There's there's at least four copies of the same face in here. S- same person, maybe. Or, I don't know. It looks weird, and it's about that time that you see a like a flash to the left of you, right out of the periphery. You turn over, and you see the same two faces of the bodies that are on the ground. Those two people. Two men, they look like they're in their, you know, early thirties and whatnot, are standing there. Same are ones. they pointing a gun at me at all? As a matter of fact, they are pointing a gun at you. Good, because I'm pointing a gun at them. <laughs> you know, you, uh, Rich, is it? Uh, what about you, Mike? So we've got some stuff here. You're seeing all this stuff. Is there anything you'd like to do? Like, so you, you hear Albert comment on the, oh, this is geothermal battery charging. And then you hear Darth going, wait, I mean, you see Colonel Blood, like that guy and that guy and that guy. And oh, Jesus. And now here's you. You see, you've seen everything that I've described and you see the people. Is there anything? investigative or anything like that you want to do or what? Um, hmm. I'm going to hide in the bushes so those gentlemen with guns don't know I'm there. Give me unobtrusive. Let's see, do I have any points of unobtrusive? I do. I have two unobtrusive, but I'm not going to spend any. Like, I mean, it's, it's, I'm aiming for this to be a short little scenario. So, like, you could you can be a big spender whenever you want to, buddy. Oh, I know. I rolled a five. Okay. I don't need to spend. Jesus, he's gone mad with dice power. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh god, I'm gonna have to look this up real quick. So what I've done here is I've I'm using a program called Scripner. Uh and what it, happened in the last thirty seconds? What happened? Oh, I'm getting ready to, I'm explaining what I'm gonna do. 
So I copied pasted all the stats I was going to need into this document. And when I copy pasted some stuff over here, it went kind of bleh. So give me a moment. But while I'm doing this, here's what I do want to tell you real quick. You see, those of you that are standing out in the open, you see these people, they've got their guns leveled on you. Red, look like they're ready for bear. They look down and then they see them. Themselves, and they see themselves and they see themselves and they oh, see themselves good. and they see themselves and you can almost see them crack right before your eyes and they're going to go ahead and <laughs> they go not again and they're going to you're initiating combat uh <laughs> what so um they to repeat myself they they look that they they phase in ready to kick your ass they look down they see several copies of themselves dead and you just watch them crumble oh. right before your eyes and they look up yeah. a little crazier look in their eyes and they yell not again well mm. all right adam uh okay. I'm going to sneak up. I'm going to try and three stooges them and just knock their heads together. <laughs> you really don't want to be behind them, but you're going to find that out because I may right. not see you. I'm going to ask you to give me a series of tests in. So that's a okay. okay. So, okay. Albert, you, I mean, I, I'm saying everybody can see you. So I'm going to, you start to stop. So first thing I want you to do, everyone feel free to, if you need anything, Feel free to, you can assist his row if you want to, but I'm going to say this is going to be a uh, difficult unobtrusiveness check to get over there. Should have taken that point and taunt. Uh, I Can I taunt them? Yep. i tell you what, if you want to, I'll give you, if you will taunt, if you successfully taunt, I'll give Aaron a plus one. All right. Oh, Hi, boys. It'll be fun doing this again, Chuchuk. <laughs> oh, boys. Dude, all right. Why don't you give yourself a plus one while you row that taunt check? <laughs> uh, taunt is a uh, technical or is a interpersonal ability. Okay, spin that point. Fine. I, I wasn't that looking at Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are, they're looking at you and they're... <laughs> Bearing rifles up. Okay. So, uh, Rick, by the way, I've noticed I miscalled things. Your computer is called a tether, not an autocron. That's your time machine. Anyway, back to it. You want to go ahead and make that unobtrusive check? Plus one. I'll go ahead. Oh, yeah. I will go ahead and tell you for you to get a perfect setup here. It's going to be a difficulty six to be. So does that mean I have to get a six? Or above. Yeah. But you're getting a plus one. I'm going to spend both my unobtrusive points. So that's a three, unless unless, uh, we want to have Albert add to anything to this to to modify it for you. I'm saying you're sneaking Uh, there right now. We'll just see how well, if unless Albert wants to initiate combat. Let's see. What do I have that might be useful? 
What do you have that might be useful? Mm. That's a good question. You know, invest. Do you said you had military tactics, didn't you? Oh yeah, I do have military tactics. You are a monkey <laughs> with military tactics. So That's true. Is, is military tactics is defined in the uh, game itself here. It looks like, uh, hold on. You understand troop movements, military logistics, tactics, both minor skirmishes and large scale battles. So how are you going to draw this to yourself? If you want to use a point, I'll say if you use a point, you tell me what you're doing, how you're doing it. It could be nothing yeah. more than you shifting to an ape and going. Aah! So he's, um, he's trying to move to their, to their flank to crack their heads together, huh? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I'm going to um, say I'll uh, kind of move to the side and try and cover them um, such a way that me and uh, the Irishman are um, like, uh, how do I describe this? They're uh, so, we're like flanking. Sort of, yeah, to where they couldn't, they have to aim at us. Like, I'll spread out so that they, um, they're kind of forced to engage us directly. You're giving them two, you're giving them two focal points. So, essentially, yeah. we're creating a triangle. Yeah. So it yeah, like. yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, Perfect. so that, yeah, so that their attention is split and he can more easily sneak up behind them. Yeah. You do it with that point spin. Now, just to let you all know. Now, think about the order, by the way. So you you realize with the way the game's set up is that the person who, and by the way, you, add, you can give yourself another plus one, Aaron. But if you want to, you can go ahead. If you let them go first and take an action and you finish up, Aaron, then you get two actions. That makes sense. So you can complete the check and then you could do the scuffling, bash your heads together. Wait, hold on. Say that again. If you let them go in front of you, then you get to go twice in succession. So then you could do the check and then you can do the head. That's fine. Okay. So we will go ahead and I'm going to, since you, each of you are a point of reference, for this, I'm going to go ahead and jump in combat right now. And here we go. Hold on one second. I didn't find my page. But yeah, so they are going to attack you with their rifles. Looks like a beam weapon. And for Albert, they're shooting. Now they're going to shoot at you blood first. Going to spend. We're going to spend one shooting, and they hit, and let's see, they do to you. Okay, what you, your armor's one, mm-hmm. so they did four damage to you, so take three damage. So, boom, you got hit, and Albert, I may have called you Albert by mistake, Darth. Albert, they're shooting at you, one of them shooting at you. And he wrote a natural six, but we're not doing any special grits or something like that with that. I don't know if it's Thank God. And that is a damage of four. You soak up one, so you got three damage applied to you. Take two? Or we each take three? You each take three, yeah. 
Boom, boom. And Aaron, go ahead if you want to roll Rick's um, stuff. So you're okay. in a of this. With a plus two? Tell you or what. Two from them and then my. I would say I'm even going to be generous. I'm going to give you a plus three on this just for the simple fact that they are actively engaging these people. Okay. Plus so, the two points I was going to spend. Yeah. So fuck you. You get it at that point. Then there's no point in rowing. But if you want to see what you got to make it flamboyant. Yeah. Let's make it interesting. Flamboyant. Uh, I rolled a five. Five. So, okay. Now this is going to be really great. Now I want you to roll your scuffling. To do the dance, like to, to, you're there on them. You can even dictate how you knock these, how you dispose of them. So, scuffling or shooting or whatever you're doing. Uh, oh. All right, I'm. I have. Oh, I don't have any points in scuffling, so I can't spend. I mean, you could pacifist them. I could, but that's no fun. Uh, okay, well, Adam. So you get you. You said I just get to narrate like how I'm doing this. Yeah, and then what you do, like your big, and I want you to make some kind of row for like a coup de gras, but I want you to also remember something, Aaron. Oh. You're a time traveler. I am a time traveler. So I will give you an example, and I didn't like do a great job of this beforehand, probably. So let's say, for example, architecture. Okay, I'm just, you don't have to use it in the scene, but say architecture, you were pinned down and you were being shot at. You can spend time, you can time travel to the past and spend a point of architecture. And we can say that you influenced the person that you were, you met in the past that was the architect to build a wall there. So when you travel back, you have cover. Do you see what I mean? So you can use time travel if you want to make some amazing little whatever. Does that require making a time travel check? Yeah. Okay. So I would say a successful time travel check and him, like a, maybe a point span and you're out. No fighting, you quarter ground. So you're there. If you're, I thought you were going to scuff them and just like beat them down. But if you want to use time travel, what do you do? Uh, hmm. You only occur paradox when you know something isn't true. So, for example, if you looked under a desk and you saw there was no gun and then you decided to time travel later on to put a gun under there, then you create paradox because you know that it's not there. So as long as you haven't seen it or done it yet or anything like that. No, it has been. Hmm. Uh... I'm trying to think of something cool to do. You know what? No, I'm just going to like bonk their heads together real hard. Does that work? Does that work, Adam? Yeah, but what are you going to roll for that? Uh, I'll, you know, I'll roll scuffling. I don't have any points to spend, so you know, hopefully I make it, but you know. Is that okay, or it's your call, man? I mean, maybe you should use something you have points in. Hmm. Your pacifist is a is a non lethal thing. Yeah, you could that's no fun. Hey, spin a point of preparedness, and you got two pacifists. So you just walk up there and just cross your arms. And boom. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I kind of like that idea. I like that idea. 
So you can roll the check or spin the stitch. I will roll the check. Okay. Uh, that is three, and with the one point of preparedness I was going to spend, that's a four. I don't know if that makes it. We'll say you had the you had the extra gun, so yeah, just now we're shooting then. I'm sorry I keep like I'm dragging this out. So you you're just gonna... prepared to see if you had the extra pacifist. Now you're two double fists in it. Spin points of shooting if you want. Uh I will spend one point of shooting. And I rolled a three, so that's a yep. four. So narrate it to me how you come out of the uh, how you come out of the forest and do this. Uh I'm literally just going to walk up and like tase both of them and then just, just blow off the tasers. <laughs> nice. I like how you're walking between the raindrops right up to them. And then you just like saunter out. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Look, Rick is like, a man of action. <laughs> I like how you, you double John will spoof them. <laughs> Goddamn right. I did. So yeah, I will say that the combat scene is over. Uh, so before we do anything else, there's something I'd really like. Uh, Albert, you don't have any social skills, right? Uh, I have a, I have one or two social skills. Somebody didn't have social skills, right? I have three social skills. We had not many. Okay, because I was going to say, whoever has the least social skills, stand behind where these guys popped in with the pacifists in case they pop in again. <laughs> Because Ooh. they've already popped in several times. So if they pop in again, just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good Kyle. idea. Yeah, it is a good idea. I'm going to do that. Because <laughs> I only have intimidation, high society, and falsehood detection. So. Yeah, somebody just stand behind where they phased in with the pacifists and just jab them. <laughs> if they pour it in again. Do any of you guys have timecraft? I assume everybody has a point of time. I have timecraft. Yes. With, I have two points of time craft. Do you want to spend one? Or do you want to just roll it, take it at base? Um, I'll spend one. Okay. What you get with this is you're, you're examining the bodies that are standing as you're kind of assuming your hiding spot. And you're as you examine the bodies, you start to kind of recognize what you're looking at here. These are not agents of Time Watch, but they also appear to be, they have corporate markings, and there's a, I'm getting somewhere with this, but they have corporate markings on their uniform that indicate that they are uh, the Nexus uh, energy, what you, just what you see with them there, and but with your, with your time craft, like, you kind of gather that it's private contracting kind of stuff going out, but what you also get with that point spin of time craft is that you've broken a loop. So if there was a stability row, I would make you do a stability row. But what you're seeing is that like you ending this pa- passively is has broken the loop. You look down at the bodies below beneath you. Some of them are like some of the copies are dead by blunt force trauma. Some of them are dead. By, it looks like small holes. Some of them are a little bit bigger holes put near them and stuff like that. Like they look like they were killed with your weapons. And by you not killing them, 
you've broken that cycle and it's not going to keep repeating over and over. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you've killed these guys a combination of like maybe three times already. So you've been here. So in the future, we have been here. In the future, you have been here. Yes. The tenses are very clear. In the future, we have been here. Or <laughs> yes. it gets a little stretchy because like the body's already here. So, but in the past, you no. In the in our the thing about <laughs> in our okay, there's <laughs> our timeline and then there's the timeline. In our personal timelines, yeah, we will be here. In the timeline, we have been here. Thus, we will be here in the past. And your there we go, Grandpa. <laughs> In the past, we in the future, we will have been here. There it is. Okay, you got it. <laughs> so <laughs> you have the camp. Anything you want to do? Uh, let's pull that plug out. Wait, wait. Uh, before we pull the plug out, let's ask them. What will happen when we pull the plug out? Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and guess there's gonna be an eruption. Mm. So perhaps we that shouldn't like be. A, that sounds like a science question, Albert. Mm. May I spend a point of science? You certainly may. I will do it then. So you know that, like with your point of science, you know that pulling the plug out is not going to cause an immediate explosion because what they've been doing has been leaching off heat and pressure that's been building up into this volcano. This is a date in which it was supposed to erupt, but that pressure has not been built up, if that makes sense. so In the future, we will have been here. Yeah. So, yeah, it's safe to unplug it, but it's not going to erupt at the correct date. So, so we have we to need, go farther back. So we need to wake them up, find out when they arrived, and then stop them then. Hmm. I like that. Would that be a paradox, though? Yeah... Well, you haven't, you know that you've done this, and this is where time travel gets kind of loosey-goosey with me and stuff like that. You know that they've come here several times, and each time, like, they've died. So you have been, they've been time traveling when you're time traveling, and it's like feedback. Does that make sense? Like when a microphone hears hears, hears the speaker? It creates a loop and stuff like that. Now, you've severed that loop. So, like I said beforehand, there's no more coming. But so you showed up here at the moment that someone was time traveling here at the same time, and you just kept killing them over and over. You have no idea what future you or past you uh, time travel did. If, uh, If you want to go back further, you can. I like the idea that if you want to wake those people up, like so sort of like ATM and Mistwalker that if we just both start 
time traveling at each other will just keep looping. Yeah. Like when you, if you hold a camera on a camera and you get the, like on the readout on like a screen, you just see square, 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 kind of thing like that. That's what's happened. Can we, I'm, can we wake them up, find out, and basically like be like, I'm going to throw out a completely weird solution to this problem, which is that we go back to the future, fill out the appropriate paperwork to say you can't mine energy from the past on this island at this time, and then basically say, stop doing it, and then it will never have happened? Yeah. Assuming assuming they abide by the paperwork. Yeah. Which... They may not. Well, does anyone have any kind of points that they could spend on that? And say bureaucracy? <laughs> yeah, I've got some bureaucracy I could spend. How many would that require spending? Okay. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get there first. So if you want you know what? The best thing is with technology. Now, I'll even give this for you for free, not just make people do spins all the time. Like you can use their technology and see where they jump from originally. So kind of like going through like a history log on their uh, autocron. So yeah, you you've got their origin. You see that they are, you know, far in the future. Date XXX. But yeah, if you want to go ahead, and they've obviously got time travel. So if you want to go ahead and make the time spend, I will say that you arrive at date XXXX in the future. And Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So everybody wanna give me a time check or spin a stitch? By the I way, will roll a check. I'd last like, time I got cocky. Spin so one a stitch. And get a f I'm good. I like your idea, Darth. Again, guys, do this so I don't have to. I like your idea, man. I just was sort of like, I mean, like, I'm I, my sort of thesis was they probably. I'm just going to assume that they get they get energy for the future mm-hmm. by leeching off energy that was never used in the past. So if yeah. we just tell them, so this is probably legal. So if we just tell them, don't do it here, or you'll fuck up time, they'll be like, okay, we'll find another volcano. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. So yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Like I said, I like your idea. So because I mean, we are cops. We're not just supposed to like kill everyone. Okay. <laughs> there is paperwork. I rolled a six for time travel. Okay. All right. So yeah, you travel. Anyone else or spending or whatnot? Go ahead and do your thing. I already. Guy, I okay. got a six. What about yourself, Albert? Oh, I spent a stitch. Okay, my apologies. I was Coward. Attention. <laughs> Last time I rolled like a two. <laughs> I lost three chronal stability. So, you know, we don't have to go around killing people all the time. Sometimes, you know, you have to. I mean, it's a lot less paperwork to tell them not to go to the past than it is to tell them, "Oh, we murdered two of your employees in cold blood several times." Okay, so yeah, you you guys arrive at the <laughs> you arrive in an empty janitor's closet in the and of course of Nexus Energy. 
And of course, I will say, you know, since we already ha- will have murdered them, we already have the paperwork. So the only way to get away from getting that damned paperwork is to tell them not to do the thing in the past so we won't have killed them in the future. Does any of that make sense to you? Yes. all right so yeah we're here so you're in a broom closet like how do you want to go about going through this scene we can abstract it like how do you get to the people that are important uh do we have badges (laughs) yeah i have an idea I just want to do this. Uh, I have an ability called nothing to see here, which when I take the lead on piggybacking and unobtrusiveness tests, characters are, who are unable to uh, pay the one point cost only raise the difficulty of the attempt by one. Uh, and I also have um, an impersonator mesh, which gives me plus three unobtrusiveness until noticed. So I am literally just going to uh, morph my thingy, my autocron, into a clipboard, turn on suit mode, which is just, you know, it's always the same damn business suit anytime between like 1600 and 2500, yeah. and just be like, follow me and stare at my clipboard, pointedly checking things off as we walk all the way to the office of the president of the company. Again, just aggressively like looking at anyone who gets in my way and writing on my clipboard. They'll just get out of the way. <laughs> so what are you rolling? Uh, I'm going to roll unobtrusiveness and I am going to spin. Huh? You can spin high society if you wanted to just to have that error of somebody you don't want to fuck with with a clipboard. Sure. Then I'll just spin a point of high society. Well, yeah. And do that with the unobtrusiveness. I'm, I'll say I'd give you a plus. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to spend four. What's the difficulty of the test? I'll say it's a four. Like you okay, look, like, I, that, that's a standard difficulty. So I can bring one person along for by raising the two people along by raising. So I'll spend five, which makes me unable to fail, and I'll roll anyway. Okay. I got a six, so a total seven. of eleven. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, you all, you all follow Captain Blood. He goes through it, barks a few orders, because if Captain Blood knows anything, he knows how to bullshit people, and he knows how to act Bavarian like... Bavarian fire drum. <laughs> so, yeah, you make it all the way up to the secretary's desk. You, I, what uh, are you doing? I see a scuff oh, on the floor over there. Go get someone to fix that. Uh, I, I'll call somebody. I'll get someone to clean it up. Thank you for the help. Can I help you? Uh, are we? So we're we're in front of the the president's office. Yeah. One of you has intimidate, right? Uh, I have intimidate. Um, Albert, my friend, would you mind telling this woman why we're here? I assume I am in disguise at this point. Yeah. Until you tell me otherwise, I assume that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely in disguise. I was hoping you'd undisguise. (laughs) Gorillas in disguise. (laughs) Turn off your disguise. We're here to see the president. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll walk up 
flip through a clipboard of paperwork um, be like, like, we're here to see the president. I think he would be very interested to know in certain violations that he might not be aware of in his company. And what is your, what was your row? Do what? Oh, you're, you're doing a point spin. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll say with that point spin. Like, uh, well, uh, okay. Okay. I'll, 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 you see her kind of touch a button on her, her own tether, not autocron. That's, my fault, North. I heard you say it earlier. I meant to correct you. That's my fault. Oh, she touches... you said the autocron turns into things, though. Yeah, it can. Uh, the tethers, the PDA thing. Uh, she touches a button. Like, yes, sir, there's some people here. That look, they look like they're perhaps investors or something. Like, is that, that kind of scary? You're <laughs> like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, send them on in. And the door behind opens, and she stands and kind of backs away from you, Albert, a little bit when you start walking toward the door and she kind of unsuredly like extends her right hand like, you know, be my guest kind of thing. Be our guest. Be our guest. Let's kind of glare at her and flip the paperwork back down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you all make it in the room. Uh, Gentlemen, I don't recognize you. This is better be good. Time is money. And from what I can tell, you're perhaps trespassing right now. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Uh, President, my name is uh, Colonel uh, Blood. My name is Colonel Blood of the uh, Chrono of the Time Watch. And uh, we've had a major, major major fracture in the time stream uh, associated with your company. And we're hoping that you can just clear it up before we have to do an investigation because, oh, we don't want to deal with that. It's paperwork, investors, voters, oh, gods, no. But essentially, uh, your attempt to uh, mine this volcano, name volcano, uh, has led to the total breakdown of the time stream that is rapidly approaching this point uh, and a robot uprising killing all mankind. So we're hoping that rather than us having to arrest anyone or kill anyone or re-kill anyone, you could just uh, maybe cancel the whole thing before it happens and we don't fill out any paperwork and you mine some other volcano and uh, we all move on with our day and it stays out of the papers. And I'm going to charm him with my charm skill. Okay. Charm or reassurance. You know, I like reassurance on that. Like, it's, you're, you know how you, you're doing the social networking where you not only pacify somebody, but you're also offering suggestions, but you're also, you're offering those suggestions as compliments to what kind of, like, what kind of, um, you know, business he's running kind of deal. You're, you're a you're a valuable member of our of our future society, and so we'd really rather that you go on with your business because it does keep the prices of power down so low, and we like that because we use a lot of power down at the Time Watch. What with running all the time machines, so you know, you pull a little bit from you know an odd volcano in the 1500s, you pull another from a sunken oil tanker in the 2100s, and you know we all benefit. But this particular volcano, maybe not so much and i'm sure you understand you know it benefits you obviously 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear God, I mean, we check these things out. I mean, we we reference and cross-reference, and we even run, you know, pseudo simulations here where we're like seeing if anything's changed. So you're saying that the which which explosion was it again? Was it uh, like, Albert? Getting... What was the name of the volcano? Uh, line. <laughs> oh God, I don't recall the name of the volcano. <laughs> we wrote it down somewhere, but you know, Tambora. <laughs> Tempora. Tempora. I'll, uh, yeah. That would be Tempora Volcano. Gorilla Assistant, remind me of the name of the volcano. <laughs> I suggest you I suggest you take my friend's suggestion lest there be takes his sunglasses off. Bad blood between right. us. So Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I can't Don't mind my me. Don't mind my breathe in a stitch again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind my compatriots. He's something of a gorilla in a china shop with these negotiations. So you're, you're, you're good. Oh, I count the negative stitch. Okay. No, I'm not going to apply that. Okay. So I've been trying to work that in for like half an hour. As, as you're explaining, that line was delivered. He kind of cocks his head. And he's oh, of course, of course. If we can make a, a slight change, just let me. And then, boom. You see. Another portal <laughs> open up, and what pops in the room is it's Hypatia. But it's not Hypatia. It's Hypatia who has been modified. Oh shit, the well, robot uprising caught up. You, you see, you see that there are cybernetic parts grafted onto his body. Your part of his skull's gone, and there's like the red LED kind of light and shit like that, Terminator style. And he just raises his gun, and here we go. So uh. fighting <laughs> cyborg Capacia, Capacia, not Capacia. Oh my so god! Hi, I will tell you right now. You well. can tell that he's aiming toward. Um, the uh, board, the president of the company, because that's the one who is getting ready to, with your time craft, that's the guy who's getting ready to kill this. So you yeah. have not done the thing. Now I want, I want you guys to have like this is it. We're at the, we're at, the, like I, I should have gave you a loot box of this items to kind of cue you in that like, hey, this is the boss battle. So here's what I'm going to ask you to tell you to do, just out of like, I want you to have fun with this. So. You can just treat it like a straight up kind of deal, or if you want to use time travel or, you know, preparedness or anything like that, like mix this up. You don't think just because you have a shotgun that everything looks like a watermelon, Darth. <laughs> um, well, in this case, he sure looks a lot like a watermelon. <laughs> can I, can I time travel my robot, my hacked robot back? Hi, Jack. Well, what was his name? Oh, shit. It was something uh, Russian. <laughs> something Russian, yeah. He's just under the desk. Was it Volkov? Vladkov. Okay. No, I want to, yeah, I want to yeah, like time travel, get Vladkov into in the, the building. Bathroom, in the executive bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> I have fulfilled the call of nature. <laughs> I have exited coolant. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> if you want to, if you want to skin, like, I mean, time travel, yeah, you can spin that, or you could just say, you know, spin a point of preparedness and say that, you know what, I put a beacon and on him, and once I hit a button, he's gonna time, like, he will time travel to where I am, kind of deal like that. Like, I like yeah. that. I want to do that. I'll spend a point of preparedness. Or you can spend as many points of preparedness as you want. Like, by the way, stitches can be cashed in as a two-to-one thing. Like, I will give you a difficulty of four. This doesn't seem like too much. To say, yeah, of course. I, I mean, when I programmed this, I gave it a, I gave it a beacon. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and spend two, yeah. Because I know how I've been rolling all night. Oh, that was a five, though. Plus two, so... <laughs> Beacon goes off, so yeah, he will be there at the beginning of the next. Like he will, he is on his way time traveling, as far as you know. Next, I would like to impose myself between the company president and the cyborg, the gender fluid cyborg time traveler. Okay, <laughs> all right, so. Can is I do that and shoot with my shotgun? Is this okay? Yeah, I'll tell you what. If you can make an athletics check to knock them down, you can make a high difficulty shot at the same time. Okay, so, I will spend two athletics. Okay, and get a cock die, and get a five, so seven. All right, now I'm going to say it's difficulty six because you are like Michael Bay. Bullet time! You no, um, into him and now you're squeezing off around. So can I? I can spend a stitch to just succeed, right? Mm, only on time travel. Oh. You can spend a stitch to cash it in for two points into a general ability. So, you oh, in can, that case, I will spend three points of shooting, which gets me. A are you cashing in a stitch to do that? Uh, no, I have three points. I have eight points of, or I have six points of shooting. Okay. So I'm going to roll and add three points to my result. That's fine. I get a five plus eight. Eight. So it's, I think I told you plus one on damage, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, am I point blank? Yeah. Go for it, big big dog. Big money, big money, big no whammies. Ooh, only five damage. Is that with the modifier? Yeah, it's with the modifier. Okay. So fifteen. Okay, so solid hit. I knew this game, this was going to end with a Terminator reference. <laughs> so, yeah, you have, you, you, you plug him, he steps back, loses, loses his shot, you've, and you've managed to knock the president down. Next, like, remember, if he doesn't go next, he goes twice. Let him go next. Yeah, okay. I, I just felt we needed to get the MacGuffin behind cover. Okay. All right. You are kind of prone where you did your big athletic move. So I'm going to spend one in shooting and I'm going to shoot at you. And that is a five. So it hits you for, let's see. Oh, sweet Jesus, Darth. Eight minus your armor. So seven damage. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, shit. So what are you, where are you at right now? Um, eight minus my armor, seven damage. I'm at minus two. Minus two. I need to double I check spend, health rules for a second. Can I but, spend to buy two health points? 
you've, you've got a, a medic kit, which we can figure out. I've never had to use that yet, so we've got those rules we can do. So, I mean, Ow. you're you're fine. You're like, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out the, the stuff next time. Can I do a time travel check to have been wearing a bulletproof vest? You know, time travel, preparedness, whatever. Like, yeah, preparedness. So you make a preparedness test, and if you by succeed, the way, by the way, Darth, I probably didn't do a really great job. Let me ask this: Stitches says you can reduce damage by one point per stitch. One point per stitch. Yeah. But you, you can, can also trade damage. it for two points of general abilities, right? Yeah. But health is a general ability. Can I just buy? I don't think. I don't, th- I don't think. Let me double check it. Let's go. We'll figure it out next part of combat. Let's let um, Rich go get go next, and then we'll we'll figure that out. Rick, Rick, sorry, Rick Adam. Sorry, <laughs> you've called him Rich all game. Yeah, Baker. <laughs> the DM's a little senile. I'm about four beers in right now. <laughs> four beers, in, four beers in, and three sheets to the wind. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try and tackle his legs out from underneath him. Okay. If you want to, if you want to do that, no problem. Yes, and I will roll. I will spend athletics to do that. Uh, boy, I hope I. Oh, I have nine athletics. So I will spend two athletics, and then make the roll. Okay. Uh, that's a six, so I rolled an eight. Okay, yeah, you got that. So, I think that's a minus one or something like that if you're just trying to tackle him down to the ground to do damage. Yeah. I was just trying to knock him down so he can't, like, aim super well. Okay. Well, you can roll damage, too, because you, I mean, it's, you did hit him. Oh, shit, god damn it. Four. Four. Okay, mm-hmm. so I will, okay, I will add that to the sheet. I'm so glad that I have. Uh, let's see. All right. So, by the way, you get to go again, but or you know, but here's what I wanted to kind of mention to Darth real quick while I was looking things up while you were doing that. You can restore points to your teammates. And can perform first aid on sick and injured individuals. Unlike most other general abilities, you do not roll a D6 when spending medic points. Should you be using a med kit, every point you spend from your medic pool restores two points of health to someone else or one to yourself. So you do have a med kit. Does anyone have medic? Uh, I don't think I do. No, I, I don't. Do you, Ethan? Oh, I have it at two. Good. Oh, good. Well, he can help you out there if you want. Let's see. All characters, six points. Uh, I just wanted to say, so Aaron, you've knocked him down. Do you want to go again? Or Yeah, I'm going to try and apply like an arm bar or something to keep him from doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a German suplex. (laughs) While he's holding him down and shove my riot gun in the cyborg's face. (laughs) And just be like, 
Close your eyes. <laughs> All right. I'm going to. So, do I need to roll athletics again for uh, the armbar? Well, I would say scuffling as well or something like that. If you're wanting to just, like, not damage him, but, like, restrain him and add, like, a difficulty to anything he does, yes, athletics, if you're wanting yeah. to hurt See, him. I don't have scuffling, so okay. we're going to have to go for athletics. I'm not going to spend in Actually, yeah, I'll spend one athletics. So, with me in six. God damn it. Fucking dice fell. That is a three. And with the one I spent, that's a four. So, yeah, you have uh, tangled yourself up on him, grabbing a hold of him. Kind of makes you more of an opportune target. Uh, next, by the way, Albert. Out of the bathroom. <laughs> yes. I would like to think if his, if I was wanting to make his goofy, you hear a toilet flush, a neo toilet. <laughs> neo toilet. <laughs> Nano toilet. Oh, uh, see. Can I have the robot act and I also use my medicine to heal? Uh, sure. Sure. No problem. Sure, but, yeah. I, prob- I probably should hook you up here. Hold on one second. I'm going to drop. Well, how far? Hold on. Robot. I am going to, in the chat, I'm going to drop your abilities for the robot. So, basically, to describe what you're looking at there, real simple. So, hit threshold four, armor two, health ten. You have plus one scuffling, plus two shooting, blah, blah, blah. Tempest is your stuff that you can spend on, like, these abilities like cybernetics or spend a point to act twice or two points to Tempest to act twice. You know what I mean? So, you can spend, Tempest spends everything beneath it. So, uh, if you want to, we can go ahead. And if you want a roll medic on a good doctor, yeah, I'll. Um, I'm a colonel. Robot, I do have a doctor, uh, but it's not real. Uh, the <laughs> robot will uh, snap in, and I'll, I'll yell at it. Glycov, Lennon one two three authorization, Albert. <laughs> uh, and I'll, do that. I'll just jump over the desk. With the, the people, the people, the will of the people. <laughs> um, I must seize the means of destruction. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, go uh, ahead, row. I'll spend. Uh, screw it, I'll spend two. Oh, that's a five plus two, seven. Seven. So, how many? How many points for you spending? Let's see. Does it actually say how many points a med kit has? Hold on, let me look real quick. Well, you don't roll. You just spend, and each point gives you back two points. Gives the other guy. Okay. Back two points so how many points did you spend? Oh, I was going to spend two. Okay, so you get that would four. Be back four. <laughs> he got his. He I would just if you have medic points, spend all of them. <laughs> that was that. That was all of them. All right, okay, and I'm at two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just erase that net that minus symbol. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're gonna have hammer and sickle attack now. Yep. Um, let's see. Um, so I could spend 
two Tempest points is what I could do and have him do an extra action, so like attack twice. Uh, yeah, if you want. Yeah, burn them up. Yeah. Uh, have him do two piston jabs. Just rock okay. and suck a robot, this asshole. Yeah, so bang, bang, you can, bang. with that, you would, I think you, you can add, plus, for one of your attacks, you can use the plus one scuffling. For that and any nice. others, it's going to be a base. Let's see. This says pistoning jab. Wait. Is pistoning jab? This is kind of hard to read. I think the points. Do I not have it clear? I'm sorry. Jab plus two welding laser. What does that mean? I'd have to look. Or is that all damage mod? Oh, that's all damage modifier. Yeah, yeah, it's just really abstract. Okay. Yeah, right. So the first one I roll at plus plus one. If you want to go ahead and spend point. Yeah, I will. Oh, that was a six. All right, so you can go ahead and let me pull my guy up. You can go ahead and roll damage. First hit. That's a one plus what? Plus two for the piston jab or plus one? Uh, for piston, it has plus one to the damage, so you did two. Okay, so you can roll the next hit. Okay. Um, ooh, can, I, can I roll shooting because he has that welding laser? Sure. You're po- I, that works. Yeah, it just clocks him with a left hook and then fires the welding laser. Okay. Ooh, that's another six. Okay, so yeah, you definitely hit, and it looks like the welding laser was a plus one, wasn't it? So, uh, I think that says plus two. Beam weapon. And, uh, oh, let me look. I don't have him pulled up. Plus two works. Go for it. Well, that's three plus two would be five. Five. Okay, let me look. So, okay, he's... <laughs> Cybernetic Capacia is looking very worse for wear. Wear still up. And you can either let him go next or, well, we we still got uh, blood. The blood, you want to act or let him act? Uh, can I jam the riot gun like right into his robot face and, and shoot him? You were, I kind of dictated since you did super special move that you were prone. So, I mean, I mean, like, I got healed, I guess. Yeah, you got healed. I'm t- I'm trying to think how that works. Hold on. I was like, wait, how did I get healed on the ground? <laughs> Clear. All right. It's probably some like green, glowing green goo. <laughs> Spit like future goo. <laughs> if you want to row. I I, th- I feel like it should be at this point with you on the ground. You can either, you know, you can either shoot from the ground. I mean, it's still like, was it plus one or something like that? It's plus one or plus three at point blank. Yeah, you were shot on the ground and he worked on you and stuff like that. I didn't say you ever got up. Sorry to abstract. I just feel like I already gave you one two row earlier too. So fair enough. Like um. If I can't, like, get in, then I'll just let him go. Okay. You're going to let him go? So, Albert has certainly got... Not Albert, but our good buddy, Rich... Rick. Rick (laughs) Rick Baker. I'm sorry. Rick Baker. The robot did certainly help, though. You labored the shit out... Or, 
lasered the shit out of him. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Lasers. I'm going to... He is going to try to pick you up and sling you across the room by punching you. So we'll see how this goes. So for some reason, I'm just picturing oh my Cyborg God. Hypatia as just uh, Picard <laughs> taking the board. As uh, Loquacious, uh, Locutus. Yeah. All right. So, Aaron. So. When you met that demon at the crossroads last night and you sold your soul, like, what else did you get out of it besides me rolling for shit? Like, I was getting ready to hit you. I was getting ready to hit you with something called powerful metal fist. <laughs> and powerful I just, metal I, fist. I, I, I spent two points of scuffling and wrote a one. And you're, like, I didn't hit you. I missed it. But, like, what else did you get? Was there at least uh, a fiddle? Not shit, honestly, man. That was all. I, that was all I could get out of him. Was Adam's gonna roll for shit? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so th- that was the roll. So he has went. Now it is time for Captain Blood. Uh, I guess I will get up and just shoot. <laughs> okay, get up and shoot. That's not a point blank, but you are shooting. So roll that beautiful shooting damage. I will spend one point of shooting. Okay. You have stitches. I got three, so four. You hit. Real good. What? Okay, uh, four damage. Four damage. With the modifier. (laughs) Okay. Okay, with the modifier, four damage. Oh, God. Like, pieces are starting to fall off of Hypatia right now. And, like, we're still doing combat. Like, anything else? Who's, who's uh, since I went last, next? I can go yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to spend all of my preparedness points to have, I don't know, electrical knuckles, damage, damage brass, future brass knuckles. <laughs> Magma yes. knuckles. Spin and roll. Do you have that? I, I do have four points of preparedness. I will spend... What's the difficulty for magma knuckles? I would say four. Okay, then I will spend three and get a two, so five. You have magma knuckles. Uh, I would like to punch the robot in the face with my magma knuckles. Scuffling. Plus one on your di- on your damage row. Uh, I will spend three points of scuffling and get a one. Okay. So four, yeah, and damage, uh, one. No. So two. <laughs> Have at the <thee>, robot. <laughs> hey, a quick jab, and then you're. Hey, Ethan, have you ever seen old school where like like the fight That's breaks exactly out? That. <laughs> Blue hits him in the face, and then he goes, "I used to be much stronger." <laughs> <laughs> so it's you connect and you know with the <laughs> you connect you you hit him he jerks back but he's not down <laughs> who's next I just wanted to punch the robot <laughs> if you'd wrote if you'd wrote better oh can I spin to get a better can I spin a, a stitch on my damage roll you know what? Since we're fucking done with it, yeah, spin a stitch. I will spin a stitch. 
it's almost like a so your big uppercut as you did. So let's go back in time a little bit on that. So your big uppercut, you throw the big punch, you hit it in the hit a patient as y'all head snaps up, jaw drops down like a rock'em sock'em robot, falls over. I just wanted to punch the robot. What ho? You see, you see, um, you see the body dematerialize right in front of you. And this, sir, is why. And this is exactly why you do the damn paperwork before you mine the mountains. Otherwise, you get attacked by cyborg. Greeks. So this little Rick Moranis looking motherfucker just kind of got like neo glasses cocked sideways on his head as he says, I was like, you fucking got it, man. I, I, I got this. Okay. I'll take care of it. I'll, I'll drop my disguise and just do the like point. Uh, like I'm watching you kind of motion as a gorilla. <laughs> awesome. Aaron, give me some 70s. Some sweet, sweet 70s. Hey. God damn. I ain't seen any action like that since I had to pull that uh, speed freak out of the porno theater a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds square, like fun. Man. Times Square, man. It's a crazy place. <laughs> that one sounds like fun. Maybe I should come along next time. <laughs> and, yeah. that's Fade out to better. 19s. Everyone jumps in the, the air. Freeze frame. Fade to 1970s music. <laughs> Remember you got you stitch. Perfect. So, guys, that that's, is the second time in my life that I finished the scenario in one setting. Nice. <laughs> So, hey, thank you. So uh, that's it. So, Aaron, I'm super impressed that you realized that uh, the year without summer, that was pretty awesome of you. <laughs> thank you. Big fan. Uh, the Mary Shelley, all like, it's good for us to blow the dust off at English, those English degrees. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to do something with it every so often. Like, when they tell when you read the book, it tells you that you the GM pretty much is the player's biggest fans, and everybody did some really awesome stuff. I fucking loved it. I've had I had a ball. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Uh, before we end this real quick, uh, questions, comments, and suggestions. Allow me to preface this real quick. I um read this ten minutes before I asked you if you wanted to play Time Watch. This was a <laughs> Time Watch feed, so the, the scenario is actually called The Year Without Summer. And it was written by... Let me find that. I got it bookmarked. It was written by Brett Ritter. And what I'm going off of is maybe 10 paragraphs of stuff. So a lot of... I had the basic idea given to me that you need to go to the 21st century because robot uprising and it all tied back to Mary Shelley. And then you followed it to the logical conclusion much quicker than I thought you would mm-hmm. to the volcano. Um, how did it do? Like any comments, any things you would say, anything I could do better, anything you liked? I thought you did pretty good. You could learn my goddamn character's name. 
I mean, I was impressed by how well you rolled with the punches as we just sort of like bulled through. Yeah, I felt like the um, the pacing and everything went really well. Like um, the intro scenario, there was a whole lot of me and Aaron going, what about this? And like, oh, no, that would be a paradox. And we can't do that. <laughs> and a lot of like the research and stuff, it was like, yeah. what about this? No, we couldn't do that. There would be a paradox. So I felt like this one flowed really well. Oh, I got to fist fight a robot. <laughs> yeah. Dramatically. I got to... Tor, 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 tor. I got to mind hack a robot. <laughs> that yeah, was, you, I mean, you guys started out right out the gate. Just That was awesome. And I'm... You know, if you... I liked how you did that. That was a big investment. The fact that I had no problems allowing you to come back. I almost painted myself in a corner. When I was like, yeah, you see the same bodies over and over again. And then I started thinking, oh, fuck. Now, how am I going to explain this? <laughs> <laughs> the scenario says that you're supposed to encounter the miners, like, before you encounter the miners. So I, if you went to 1812 or 1816, I was going to have you discover, you know, that part of the clue and all that. Then you were going to fight them. And then that oh. didn't happen, so I had to kind of shift things around, which is fine. Like it was totally, it worked out great. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that I came up with my infinite loop theory. It's not mentioned anywhere, so it was straight out of the ass. <laughs> I'm just really, really happy that for once in a scenario where the PCs are all cops or federal agents, we actually solved a problem. <laughs> by administering like paperwork just being like don't do this you don't have the proper fucking permit for that <laughs> like, you, you, you misdid your simulations don't do that again red tape triumphs in the end <laughs> don't make us have to come back here back down here again yeah don't make me come back with a warrant <laughs> See, you can, don't make don't make me come back with the real gorilla <laughs> Don't make me come back with the gorilla and the warrant. <laughs> like you guys could have killed him. You could have went back even further when they arrived and killed him. That would have fixed it. Like we could have, but every time I wanted to kill somebody last game, no, Aaron, we can't just kill somebody. Wait, how could we have gone back and killed them? Because then we wouldn't. They wouldn't have been fresh bodies uh, on the day. I would have made you row paradox. I mean, I was going to make, I was gonna make paperwork. I was going to make pay. You know, I was like, well, maybe they're going to like let that happen, and maybe they're going to go back to eighteen sixteen and like like impersonate some other literary figure and start like trying to do the ghost stories. I mean, I guess that would have been a way that you could have done it with being just to go in there and like, hey, Lord Byron, I think you probably took your dick and damn near everything. How about we tell some ghost stories? Hey, Lord Byron, want to publish this awesome novel about the modern Prometheus? As he drinks from a skull. Awesome. As he drinks from his own skull, because Lord Byron, clearly a time traveler. I hate that novel. I hate Frankenstein so much. It's a good novel. So it's fucking boring. I, I will fight you. Do it. I wrote my like high school AP English final paper on Frankenstein. I didn't write my uh, high school English paper and barely got out. Oh, I mean, like, I, I I, got an A on that paper. It was like 10 pages long. Well, <laughs> damn. 
it seems like a good time as any. So <laughs> thank you all for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the game. And good night. Good night. Good night. Bad night. Eh, fuck it, it works. <laughs>